No. All right. Now we're live. I feel weird podcast episode 70. See? 70. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You can make noises too. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's better. It's better. Um, today we have two special guests and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. She said, do you want him to go first? <laughs> you go first. So, yeah, <laughs> go first. Well, my name's Angel, Angel Perez. And right now I'm currently a social worker. Technically, my title is an investigator at a nonprofit organization. And um, pretty much represent children that have an active child welfare case open. So that's me professionally. Personally, you know, I enjoy all kinds of different things. At the moment, I'm obsessed with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I've always loved soccer, played soccer since I was seven years old. Um, I enjoy playing the guitar, uh, skateboarding still. I was obsessed with that for like a majority of my teenage years. And um, yeah, I'm always up to try something new. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I'll give it over here to my wife. Okay. Hello, I'm Christy Perez. Um, I am a licensed clinical social worker, so I... I'm a therapist, basically, full-time therapist. Basically. Um, yeah, and I met my husband in social work, in our social work program. Um, that's me, professionally. <laughs> and personally, I am also currently going through this phase of doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which I never in a million years thought I would do. Like, you guys can't see me, but I'm yeah. all 100 pounds and 4'11". Well, but you're not fighting 400-pound <laughs> <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> well, yeah, some of the dudes she has to go up yeah. is close to 300 pounds. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So crazy sumo wrestler? He's <laughs> like big human being. And yeah. this particular person, he's a Navy SEAL. And he's like 6'6", 275 he's pounds. A beast. He, he sounds like an actual SEAL. Like, yeah. Really. <laughs> Literally, dude. I think I've seen him so at La Jolla. It's hilarious watching like Christy <laughs> like go up against a large human being like that. yeah they're obviously very nice yeah. to me but <laughs> i never thought like i would want to roll around like with the sweaty dudes um in a map yeah just a hot steamy room it just yeah. sounded like uh, you know a lot of germs and gross but um a lot of peer pressure came from the academy and my husband so i finally did that so i've been doing that um i like playing pickleball that's another thing what's pickleball you don't know what, what pickleball is? No, what's pickleball? Oh Apparently, it's like the number one growing sport in the yeah. nation. Growing sport. Yeah, okay. Growing yeah, sport. like, gotta yeah, throw like that one, one in there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it what came about kickball? Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I think it was like <laughs> like uh, a lot with the uh, older generation. And now yeah. okay. younger people are. Is that like bocce ball or like the boliche that like the Italians play? No, you it's more like badminton. It's like so, a, a condensed oh, version. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like it's like a it's like a bigger it's, ping pong, right? Yeah, yes. it's on, with those big wooden paddles. Yes. Yep. Okay. And it has like you use like I a, went to college in a fraternity, yeah. so wooden yeah. paddles mean something else to me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I literally just the paddle on you. <laughs> <laughs> <Pickle> <laughs> <ball>. <laughs> yeah, and so we we have a court at like our complex. Is so there an actual court, or do you just yeah. play like a tennis it, court? It, there's an actual court. It's like a smaller tennis court rules are kind of similar but okay. different but i mean like anyone can play this like okay. our eight-year-old or like no she's 12 13 cousin <laughs> will play and then my uncle he's 60 about to be 66 and he plays a 95 year old guy that kicks his butt yeah. all the time like yeah they're yeah. good it's for everybody yeah it's for everybody yeah it's and an inclusive game and generally like the older people have better techniques so they're really good at yeah. like placing the ball 
and not having to run for it. Yeah. yeah. N- now that I thought about like I, I've gone to play a racquetball with my buddy who's like in his fifties. And and I'm just like fucking running around, and he's just like yeah. pink, and I'm like motherfucker, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, hitting up against the yeah. other, and I'm like, it's so yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. But and the communities, like, they're vicious. Like, we had a friend where um, the complex they played at, like, they had to send out an email to everyone because like <laughs> the, the older people were <laughs> like, don't email? come play here like you're not good enough and then what like, yeah and so and they, and they were trash talking yeah and the association <laughs> was like yeah. you can't like you know everyone is welcome to play at the pickleball courts like please be welcoming but no they take that seriously that's funny it was a no bullying email like, <laughs> <zero> <laughs> the old people were emailing. yeah because yeah, they weren't letting people that sucked yeah yeah and even our friend um like her grandpa was like have you been practicing and she was like no he's like it's probably you know like basically not a good idea to play (laughs) (laughs) so you gotta go dethrone him that's the thing you gotta go all right that's it old man (laughs) you're done (laughs) people get super competitive like my cousin she got and my side of the family that's how we got kind of him into it um before her wedding she threw a pickleball tournament Oh. Like for all the people in the wedding, and we oh, had a really? full-on tournament, yeah. and there was a trophy. And unfortunately, <laughs> we tro- got was it second we made it or to, third? Oh, we got third. We made it to semis. To be, we made it to semis. Yeah. It sucks to be right at we the. We choked. <laughs> and Reese started getting into a what is it cornhole? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we have a cornhole like little pit or whatever you want to call know. it, like right next to the pickleball. Are you good? Oh really? Yeah. I've gotten better. Because before I was just kind of like, yeah, you can get it in the hole. And now I'm like, okay, like yeah, there's a whole yeah. like okay. strategy to the try technique. to throw it. Yeah. And, and then I noticed like the bags, like they had two different sides. I was like, oh shit, yeah. I never even noticed that. I'm just tossing it. Yeah. yeah. Have, one's slippier more, yeah. and the other one's like yeah. grippy. Have yeah. you watched them on TV, like the tournament? I watched it dur- during the pandemic. They were putting them on because there was nothing else. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah, there's some yeah, dudes that so are like, yeah. it's like hanging off in there and like, I'm going to make it right in between there and like not mm-hmm. hit theirs in. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, and they like calling their shots. They're just like, so let me do, you, do it. I'll you do got it. The, the like sidearm swing. I've tried, yeah, to kind of get the spin a little bit. But yeah, I mean, sometimes. I and then the problem is you also, you know, you're drinking and the next yeah. thing you know. <laughs> you know, I find the beer in the other hand like offsets. Like I think oh. it's really helpful. <laughs> yeah. like, you have to have a beer in one yeah. hand and throw with the other. <laughs> yeah. I like will not play without like something. Oh, really? I, I'm no. telling you, it's a game changer. I'm a, I, I fiddle with the sacks. I have um. a, you know, <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, not your first uh, time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I have in my hand. I'm always like kind of cleaning them off and stuff. I or, got like, you, buddy. Yeah. We got this. <laughs> exactly. I already exactly. know what's up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where this is going. So <laughs> yeah. social workers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we yeah. have to be this way because if we're like, hundred percent with yeah, that yeah, work. Yeah. We'd Dude, be totally, totally we have no, of course. dark humor. Well, or I'm not, you guys yeah. are going to ask me, it was like, why did, why are you like playing with sex? Tell, <laughs> yeah. tell me about your childhood. <laughs> it sounds like fun. <laughs> so I had an uncle who taught me a cornhole. <laughs> so, it's always the uncle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? That That's really, um, I, I like to one, like my, obviously this is kind of revolving mental health, right? Like the, and I hear it all the time. Like, I, you know, that's why I called it at first it was weirdos only. But then everybody thought it was like, one, I started getting flagged on Instagram because you're not supposed to call people weirdos. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. But it was like a good weirdos. Yeah. But like you see videos like, look at these fucking weirdos. You know what I mean? So then that's when the, the, but more than that was like when people talk about whatever it is they're going through, a lot of times they're like, I don't know. I feel weird. Like, you know, or I don't know. This this makes me weird to say it. Or when I said it, I felt weird. And it's like, it wasn't weird. 
you felt something else you know what i yeah. mean you mm-hmm. felt uncomfortable you felt you know like you weren't being listened to or whatever maybe but my whole thing is also just making it more because i'm not like a, a coddler either you know because there's the people that are like oh you know people don't listen to me and this and that it's just like well yeah you're also a victim or you're, you're playing that victimhood you're used to being that victim and you know sometimes some people you have to like tell them hey you're gonna have to push yourself to make that change yeah mm-hmm. you know and i mean i had like sessions with my therapist and i was just telling a friend of mine and i was like were we like fucking yelling at each other you know because he knows that like you know be like no no and i'll be like yes like because of this because i'm already kind of you know already kind of know my shit and Mm -hmm. i'm i can at least argue a little bit you know Mm -hmm. they'll be like this is why i did it or or i fucked up man and he's like what happened you know like he's already we're already at that level so i like you know everybody comes from different backgrounds and i think when we nowadays we mentioned mental health it's a lot of the like well tell me what's wrong you know Mm -hmm. yeah and to me, mental health has been like, you know, chilling with the buddy, having a beer, yeah, you know, and just being like, oh, man, like, you know, my girl's tripping or hey, I got my work's been tough and this and mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? And we don't Absolutely. talk about that. We don't talk about, hey, I picked up a new sport. It's I'm, it's fun. But you're not talking about, hey, I feel so much fucking better because I have yeah. something to do. Yeah. Right. I feel like I'm accomplishing something. I have goals, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always tell my clients, I'm like, you know, and it depends on where maybe their anxiety or depression lies. But you know, like even for doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like it's more than just like getting exercise. Like yeah. you have a whole community, you're meeting with people regularly, you're exercising. And so I say we have a bunch of different buckets that we have to fill. It's like mental, emotional, yeah. physical, social, environmental. And yeah. most of the time people just like put and focus on work or something like that. But, you know, I'm like, you can make one change and fill up each of those buckets. So like by doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, I'm getting physical activity. It's stimulating. You're learning the whole time. And then you're around social. So socially you're with people. Yeah. Um, you're in a different environment. You're outside of your house if you're more of a homebody. So like you can make one tiny change that can really impact like your overall well-being. And, you know, I when you talked about the weirdo piece, like one of the first things I have my clients do is look at what we call doubt labels. And it's like, read through these doubt labels and identify three that stand out to you. And one of them is like weird, like, Oh, I'm weird. weird. And I'll say, where did that first belief come up? Like, where was it? And it always goes back to like, something happens to us in middle school and high school where there's a story where this one person said this, and now we have held on to it for 20 years and we've made that a part of our narrative. And so then in therapy, we go back a lot of times and then change that narrative. How can that, you know, what was really going on with that kid? Probably getting, you know, having not a great home life and just throwing out things like, but you're letting that set the tone for your entire life. Yeah. And that's a lot of what we do. And therapy is challenge those old narratives, those old core beliefs and really look at the evidence of, yeah is that true is it not and i think another thing that happens is sometimes if you are somebody who communicates somebody who when you're actually not weird right (laughs) but everybody else is like you know they come from bad homes and everything maybe you know maybe you live in a a neighborhood where there is a lot of you know poverty and all that stuff but your parents are great right and you kind of grow up with it's like hey hey i want to be your friend i remember i was when i was a kid i would be so weird like ah like you know with a kid be like hey friend (laughs) try to give me a hug get off fool like you know like because i couldn't you know what i mean it'd be like oh this guy wants to be my friend you know i'm like no i have friends bro you know like i'd feel so like pushing against right Mm -hmm. like oh he's weird 
yeah. right? He's the weird one because he's like, he's willing to like, you know, be open and stuff about, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that happens, right? People are like, oh, like, why do you want to talk about this stuff? Like, it's so weird, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Because people are avoidant, right? Yeah. They're like trying to like. And I think you know it. It's uncomfortable. And yeah. so we're, we as humans, we don't like to be uncomfortable. That's unnatural for us. So what we want to do is immediately neutralize that and become comfortable so that usually mm. that is avoidance that's like the biggest driver so yeah. avoid that person avoid that situation avoid that place and just yeah. framing those thoughts differently too like just last week um one of the supervisors where i work she was saying how she's such a weirdo yeah. she's like i'm a weirdo i'm a weirdo i'm a weirdo and in one of my coworkers was like, no, you're not weird. You're just quirky. And I was like, yeah, you're definitely unique. You know, yeah. and just framing those thoughts differently goes a long way. Yeah. And then immediately, like two minutes later, she's like going like this. Like, I'm like going like this with my arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she like drops like an entire drink, like a red drink all over herself. Yeah. And I was like, see, that's not weird. It's just <laughs> unique. <laughs> you know, but we know you're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think sometimes you identify with it too, right? Where you create this like um you you want to be different, right? Mm-hmm. So you do things like, oh, I'm gonna get tattoos all over my face or whatever. You know what I mean? You want to do something to stand out because you're the weird person, because otherwise then you're just you. But then you find a bunch of people that are doing the same thing as you, right? Like you're just like, oh man, Absolutely. I'm not you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then you don't want that. I, that's what I noticed. I used to have uh, somebody that I worked with and he was like a, like a punk rock kid, you know, kind of purple hair and stuff like that. And, you know, he was like, oh, you know, we're the kids, you know, we're the people that, you know, people don't accept and blah, blah, blah. But then whenever it'd be like, oh, like what, what band is that? And I'd be like, is that, is that the Strokes? He's like, Pff. <laughs> yeah. that's not the strokes you idiot yeah. like he like he was so not understanding of like you know anybody outside of his circle he's like yeah. you don't know shit about the fucking stones bro yeah. like you know what i mean it's like dude well, like, judged. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm like dude isn't this what you say that you don't like that people do like mm-hmm. you know these other guys that you know listen to different music and they don't mm-hmm. they don't fucking get it I was like why don't you help me get it instead mm-hmm. of being a dick too you know like yeah absolutely yeah i yeah i think people it it's it's interesting because there are people who want to so much fit in and then yeah. like you said there's people who really identify as like being the outcast outcast yeah. and that's and A maybe hipster. they're really proud of that or maybe they're hiding behind it because they don't want to get close i mean you just you don't but isolation you know. is dangerous right mm-hmm. oh absolutely yeah yeah mm-hmm. so, i mean it just breeds obsession breeds more depression anxiety you know, and a lot of people are doing like that. I'm just focusing on myself. Like, no, dude, you got to like, you got to get out there, have different ideas. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? You got to yeah. be challenged. I don't know. I personally like to be challenged. Like, you know, whatever I say, if, you know, with you guys, if, you know, if you think otherwise and say it, I don't, you know, that's the point here, right? To, to hear is like, get the fuck off my show. Like, that's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's the point. The point is for you guys to, hey, I want to hear another point of view. Maybe, yeah. maybe something I haven't heard before. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? No, I mean, us as human beings, we crave, like, social interaction. Yeah. That's why people literally go insane when they have to go on in isolation when they're in prison. You know, yeah. and they go for isolation for 10 days plus. That is terrible for your psyche. Yeah. You mm-hmm. literally start feeling anxious, depressed. You start having suicidal thoughts or tendencies. Yeah. And it really goes a long way just reaching out to somebody if you feel like you're, like, 
you've been isolated yeah. your whole and, life. And people mess like the whole introvert extrovert like, you know, I'm an introvert. I yeah. like to be alone. It's like, okay, an introvert basically what they're saying is that's where you get your energy from. So when you were spending, you know, a whole day with people, you need to go home and recharge your battery. Yeah. An extrovert is the opposite. When they are sitting at home, they're draining their battery. But yeah. when they're out and with friends, then they're more energized, but there's still the need for social interaction on both yeah i've noticed i could call myself an ambivert you know yeah yeah because i've also like i because like i I mentioned to you guys i you know i used to do stand-up comedy and then Mm -hmm. you know if i'm among friends hey i like to have fun i like to joke around and you know but sometimes i'll go with people and then they're like this is ed he's hilarious and i'm like oh fuck (laughs) like you know what i mean like i don't i don't like expected to be either i don't want to be or like i already know i'm in a i'm in an environment that is not going to take to my humor you know what i mean where it's like maybe like a very conservative crowd you know maybe no one's drinking i'm like you know like i'm just so i'm just i'm just gonna chill out and they're like no this guy's hilarious you know what i mean (laughs) do do you find it like mood based like even we were in an uber the other day and like some days like today i had seven clients so i am tapped like that's an hour per client seven hours of talking and then like um days like that and then we get an uber and they're like oh so what do you do and i'm just like "Mm, yeah i'm in mental health and then she's like oh and they keep talking i'm like usually i'm so excited to tell people and i want to share stories but like just some days i'm like please don't ask me a question yeah i mean of course but i feel like sometimes i have like that extra you know what I mean? Especially like the pressure. I don't know if it's not, it I don't know if it's good. Yeah. Cause it's part of that too, to just be like, you know, Hey, I gotta, you gotta show good face. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't show that, um, you know, I'm like uh, bummed out and I'm like super tired and I'm just like, cause it's for them. Right. Like, Oh, well, you know, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to be rude to them, you know? And I'm especially with like Uber drivers, you know, yeah. you feel like they're doing yeah. you a favor. <laughs> no, exactly. So when they're talkative, I feel like almost inclined that I have to, yeah. um, like for example, one time we had a shit show of a night in OB, and we left uh, her car out there, and so it was like one of those mornings where you can't even hold down water. You know, oh, we're just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. <laughs> like so you're one going of those, back for the I'm car. Going back oh, for the car because yeah, yeah. I think it was we're in a meter or whatever, and so I had to go get it, and I'm sure I was probably <laughs> like still fucked up, but it was already like fine. I slept, ate, and all that, but when I got in that Uber, the dude just wanted to talk. And I was yeah. like, dude, I feel like I'm going to puke. Like, <laughs> and I don't know how I did it. And I just like, kind of like yeah. fought through it and, yeah. you know, somehow yeah. made it and made it back. Yeah. yeah. So when you're put in those situations, like, and do you have other funny friends? Yeah. Like, Not as funny as yeah, me though. Totally. I'm definitely <laughs> the funniest. Funny. I'm definitely like a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know do you you know and i'm sure they've been in similar situations like what advice do you give them do you tell them like yeah dude you have to be funny or do you say no dude, take a break what do you no, say no because because i do say like you know and i obviously i've given myself slack too um but yeah it's like hey dude like it's it's okay like you know like uh like the need to fill the air too. There's people who aren't funny, but feel a need to fill the air and they're just My filling it with fucking off. crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. just like, oh, it's good. Like, it's like, all right, dude, like chill. Like, it's cool. We can just chill and just drive or whatever, you know, yeah. uh-huh. which I've gotten better at just doing myself too. Mm-hmm. 
right to where i want to like that's why i do i also listen to podcasts in the car because i feel like there's people with me in the car <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm just chilling listen to their conversation yeah. and i'm yeah. like yeah bro yeah like you know i'm filling in but it, it is one of those things and and i also another thing i had to like push through was like when there was somebody that was very extroverted, this guy's so annoying. I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he's not funny at all. I would have said something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, cause he's taking up that, that space that I Personalities want clash. to. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that happens, mm -hmm. but there's other people that like, they could be right there and you're just like feeding off yeah. of each other. You thrive. Right. Like, ah, oh, yeah. this guy's awesome. Either, you know what yeah, I mean? You can either clash just because somebody's probably wants that attention and it's like, oh, don't take it away from me. Yeah. Or you thrive and feed from each other. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. he's like, oh, he hits my punchline. Yeah. He's ready for <laughs> it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that that's, it's, it's good to, here's the thing is it's also gotten me like to a lot of places, right? Like mm -hmm. people in, oh, hey, you know, come hang out. It'd be fun. You know what I mean? Like that's been my thing. Like, oh, people want to show up and have fun. Mm-hmm especially with friends you know mm -hmm. you're just like all oh, right like i could be myself right and i yeah. can just fuck around we say you know stupid things and 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 that's fun to me because that's the environment that i grew up in it's just like you know having family parties and and i always like uh i always rolled with like an older crowd or like even made the adults laugh like mm -hmm. in school i wouldn't get in trouble as much because i'd make the teachers laugh too so yeah. they'd be like ah he's funny you know it's, <laughs> it's fine you know so that was always my thing like trying to trying to use that to either get out of things or you know what i like mean like a coping just, mechanism yeah go fall back to your humor yeah one thing that um that i was also like um i forgot what it, i don't know if you guys can name it but on top of my head i can't is it's well one is like more of like the codependency of like walking into a room and becoming who i need to become for that room not just walking in as myself, right? Like you said, mm -hmm. you know, hey, I'm tired today. Like, fuck off. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know, no, I'd be like, no, I have to, you know, if everyone's sad in this room, then I got to cheer them up. You know yeah. what I mean? Even if I'm sad. Yeah. Right. I got to like, no, I'm second. They're first. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. that was like growing up. It was like my dad was sick a lot and stuff. And it was like, or my parents were going through something. I'm like, yeah, yeah everybody stop. All right. That's it. No more yeah. fighting. You know, like. Yeah. Kind of situation. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people you know do put their needs aside for you know their their family their friends or whatever yeah. to make other people feel good and it's a lot of responsibility to take on that can sometimes be unrealistic like yeah you know especially for like a kid right oh yeah yeah <laughs> you're like mm -hmm. kind of like oh, i'm just yeah should be worried about just watching cartoons and yeah whatnot, like you know today i went to go see a kiddo that <clears throat> just took on this parentified role she's eight years old and she's coming in and out to check on her baby sister yeah because her mom's not there her dad same you know and yeah. the only ones that looked out for for each other was her yeah you know and so like that's why i feel so appreciative and that my problems are so minuscule minuscule when i think about the cases that i have to work with yeah, yeah. and then that not always definitely not but that behavior right there like she's probably also getting praised for getting for being such a good sister oh of course and oh, so yeah. that's reinforcing this mm -hmm. almost people pleasing behavior take care of people you'll get attention you know put your needs aside of being a child that's mm -hmm. not yeah you know it, but it, it happens all the time yeah that, that's a great point I, and i think also in the latino culture um it's great to like if you're a hard worker right if you're oh, a hard yeah. worker that's Absolutely. a huge fucking compliment Absolutely. compliment right that hey he works hard he busts his ass 
but it's like so many people one thing i've talked about before is they, they also work really hard but like to a fault yeah. right and they don't work smarter they're just working harder oh, right and yeah. they're just always kind of breaking themselves down and you know either being hurt or whatever but they're like i gotta do it, i gotta do it, i gotta you know or like you know your mom can't work because she's a woman you yeah. know what i mean it's just like, <laughs> exactly you know just it's huge like, like cultural differences and you know being married in a biracial like relationship we see it like <laughs> probably like yeah, pretty often you know like is it the just, dancing just, is it the dancing it's the is dancing <laughs> the late nights i'm in bed by 10 he's yeah. like we gotta go until two i'm like oh god I just, can't make it. Uh, opening gifts at midnight for christmas versus you christmas morning yeah. <laughs> my family's christmas starting Eve. <laughs> yeah. no. christmas day is nothing no. exactly we celebrate yeah. christmas eve which works out perfectly because yeah. my family like we celebrate oh, okay, christmas you get eve, and yeah, and yeah. like we go and hang out yeah. with her family family on christmas yeah. day yeah, yeah. So and so weird. his family says show up at four which means we really show up at seven my family says show up at four <laughs> which means we're there at 359 okay like, yeah, yeah it's huge <clears throat> and then just also the expectations of like when i take out my parents like i'm expected to pay now whereas her nothing like everything's taken care of like yeah. with her, daddy's little girl, daddy's little girl <laughs> like with her family hey but like now your daddy's little boy yeah i'll take some pops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> i'll take a with some pappy some pappy uh, van yeah, winkle yeah, please yeah, seriously, <laughs> dude. oh that's good i yeah. mean that's i mean it's one of those things right hey bro you made it bro like <laughs> you know they take care of you <laughs> so, you know they always say like i oh, want to get you know <laughs> so, yeah i know i know a that, funny story that's literally oh, so because we, we met at, at grad school and we attended school at usc and so i used we, to live by there did you really it wasn't that nice as usc but i used to from South Central, like um, I mean, USC live is on, not located in a I great there area, regardless. For like yeah. a few months, I was traumatized. I got bed bugs. Like <laughs> really it was terrible. Yeah, but, I mean, luckily, I don't know if you knew this, but there was a satellite campus in San Diego in mm -hmm. Rancho Bernardo. So we oh went, we yeah, went yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but she still, it. she still had to go and live there for like a month in yeah. LA. Oh, it was rough. <laughs> <You're telling me. laughs> little like she southern country it. girl moving here i was like i was shot at there like not what? shot but shot yeah. at like towards Dude, me that's wild yeah no. yeah we'd, we'd always get alerts like through our oh, e yeah. usc emails like oh like uh, somebody just got mugged on campus or breaking into cars like yeah, yeah at this location it was yeah. wild but um sorry yeah no it's all right <laughs> <laughs> so we started talking and um one of my buddies is like dude she's into you she wants you this and that blah 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 i was like nah you think she so like wants yeah it, no just to <laughs> to to totally oblivious to it he's like dude she got you <laughs> yeah, she's like because she got me like this little gift and she's like she got you a gift like she's clearly like well you said so you were you were like <laughs> yeah and i was like nah dude i don't think so and then he's like bro a white girl at usc you know she has fucking money <laughs> and i just happened to get the little she's one got three hundred thousand in loans bro <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. and the one that grew up in like a little town country town in north carolina single wide oh. trailer, single trailer. Like, 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 yeah they were like not even double wide i'm like not even double wide <laughs> So it's yeah, you did not get the rich girl from USC. Sorry, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. So. <laughs> it worked out. I actually have a friend who is uh, his wife went to USC for masters, and I mm -hmm. think it's I don't it's I don't know if it's social work or child development or mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. you know. But he's not married to her because she has so much debt. Oh really? Uh, yeah. yeah. So like basically, it's like kind of like a, if I marry yeah. you, I have to take on that debt, and so they, yeah. I mean, they have kids in the house and everything, but they're not married. 
Just but. a title. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I, I, I was like, that's your business, bro. Like, he told me, obviously, yeah. but I'm like, that's your business. So Who what's cares? his plan? Is he going to wait until, like, the loans are forgiven? Because if she's in child development or social work, like, she's she can qualify. Mom. I don't, oh, shit. She's not even working. So. Oh, so Does she, she listen do to this that? podcast? You're going to have to, like, edit this out. <laughs> I'm not saying her name. <laughs> totally <laughs> confidential. Like, your friend? She lives on the corner now. I mean, you know, it's still the story. He knows the story. You know what I mean? But I mean, I don't know what the I don't know what the oh, plan shit, is. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh that sucks. You know, that's a difficult situation. Like uh, she can do what my buddy did. He he moved. So there was a program. I think there's still it's still around where you can do like a, a like a, a work service. A, it's a the... work abroad program. Oh, so if you're if you're living ab- if you're leaving abroad, you can technically defer them until you come back. So, so he's stay. not coming back. He's not coming back. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Well, that's a little bit different. <laughs> you know, you can abandon your family so you don't have love. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can move in their entire family. I, I think they like have you, one in the UK. You could come back and just, I got a guy that'll give you yeah. new social security. <laughs> Live in the UK or Australia. Yeah. <laughs> is that where you would go if you had a that's those are the locations where you can go and do like the program uh, where so would you, you go go, though what where would like i right go? now if you i mean if, if i could go together anywhere, if you guys if say hey anywhere yeah like move and live somewhere um i mean i, w- I think i would want to do something like costa rica or something like that like okay. a small little tropical <laughs> I like that she was okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start looking into yeah, it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just heard good stories about it. I've never yeah. been there, but I hear like it's, just, it's a great yeah. tax haven. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, exactly. We're actually about to take a trip to Europe. I've never Ooh. been. He Where has. are you going? I have. Um, Where are you going? We're going to England, France, and Spain. Mm. So we're going to hit London and Liverpool. Um, we're going to do Paris and Madrid. I think, mm. yeah. For how long? For two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I personally don't like to run around too much. It's gonna, you yeah. Know, yeah. A little that's rough sometimes. Mm-hmm. We were even thinking about possibly doing a fourth. I was like, nah, that's a lot. Yeah. Or yeah. even like another three city. Is, three and is I was pushing like, it. Uh, yeah. No, I like you know, like I like to enjoy it. And just because yeah. you know, you don't know what's gonna happen sometimes. You're just like, yeah, let's chill here. You know what I yeah. mean? Like. Instead of like, I don't know, I'm, me when I travel, I don't like to have like the, gotta get up, gotta do this, gotta do that. Like, you yeah. know, like a whole Same. itinerary. Yeah. That's I'm, literally what we planned, what, a week or two ago? Yeah. Like the whole like itinerary, yeah. where we're going to go, where we're going to stay, where we're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go from here to here. Yeah. Yeah. But other than like. Go to Amsterdam. I, I that's oh, a good you've one you've been there but i haven't been there yet yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun i mean even besides the drugs but, <laughs> but that's a big part of it no it's just it's just it's it's a very welcoming city mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just one of those places that's just like chill like everyone's you know easy going yeah um there's other places where they don't give a fuck about yeah, you. yeah it was you wild know. when i went there even going to the red light district and just seeing like families like in the middle <laughs> of the night like it's insane like with their kids you know like yeah in a place where you would normally hear wouldn't wouldn't think of taking like your family or doing a family trip or some of that. Well, you make it taboo, right? And exactly. There, and over like, there, it's just like, oh, whatever. You, like, know? you know, it's just another day. Yeah. When I went, yeah. we were walking through the red light district, and they're like, you know, knocking on the fucking. Hey, I was like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah. They're not, they're not like, <laughs> hi, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, pay attention to me. <laughs> like, hey. I was like, shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, but that'd be a good one to put on our bucket list too for next yeah. time because we definitely want to go next you- and go again to Oktoberfest because that's oh. like another tradition we have every year for. 
her birthday, October third. Okay. Um, we go to a, try to go to a different well, October. Like, is that October her birthday? Yeah, <laughs> it was on Monday. Happy birthday! Where's my cake? <laughs> 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 so, I have a cookie. You want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that'll cookie. be in our bucket list to go back and do that in yeah. Munich. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys got to go to Italy. I know we got to do mm. that. Like the only place I've been to Mexico, but. Other than that, India. I went there for three Ooh, weeks for school. Really? I would not live there. Yeah. But I had a good time. <laughs> I hear it's a mess. Like, here's just so many people. It's so it's many. Just, like, um, we were, I went for social work, so we were, like, looking at, like, different populations that had, like, ex, you know, whether it was, like, the transgender community, yeah. or, uh, orphanages, which is what they're called out there, and then um, just a bunch of other things. And I remember we were riding the bus, and, uh, you know, it's, like, rickshaws all right next to us. Like, a yeah. blind person was crossing the street and, like, walked right into our the side of our bus. And, like, yeah. Literally, a cow was on the other side. It's a blind just, person? Yeah. Yeah. Just by themselves? Yeah, he's just like, Mer. and we like heard what something the hit the, you know, the side <laughs> yeah. of them, and we look, and it like, he literally is just like, no, no one can see me, but it's just, <laughs> 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 oh my God. Yeah, it's just so chaotic, but um, some of the most beautiful, kindest yeah. people ever. Yeah. And I, they were amazed by her being a white girl, and like, they were like, hold my baby and taking pictures yeah. with her. Really? Just because she's white. So you're yeah. near the white savior. Yeah. Oh, you know, God. <laughs> like, here's my you're phone Matt number. Damon. <laughs> she was literally showing me pictures of what of like, like her day, holding yeah. the babies and like the whole family around yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're oh, Matt shit. Damon in almost every Matt Damon movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny too because uh, my sister's boyfriend, he's Irish and he just came back. Where'd they go? To uh Chapas. And they oh, went to with okay. the indigenous people, okay. and they were like so amazed by him. Like, and he has like a full thick beard. It's got a nice beard. Yeah, like a blue super eyes. nice beard, blue eyes. But they they eyes. have Irish people out there. I mean, uh, it was. But you ever heard of Los San Patricios? Yeah, the, one, the, the fought in the, the fought in the war, in the battles with the, with the uh -huh. Mexicans. Mm -hmm. yeah. The Americans were treating them like poopy. Yeah, but yeah, like I guess these people hadn't seen them, you know. Like, yeah, and maybe they thought he was Canelo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> his brother is a ginger. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny how like that that happens. I guess you know, it's more often than not. You, you ever hear? There's this. Um, I, I I don't know exactly. I'm not making this up, but I don't know the exact details. Um. <laughs> But there's a case of, of a, I think it's a, a guy in the military. He crashed in like some small, you know, village in like Africa or something like that. Like he crashed, a, I don't know if it was a helicopter or a plane, you know, kind of ejected and landed there. And then they're just like, this guy fell out of the sky and then kind of radioed. The guys knew where he was, picked him up in like a fucking like, you know, an hour or whatever it was. Yeah. It's like this guy landed, fell out of the sky Right, it's a village has no electricity, oh nothing. God. Right, and this yeah. guy, this white guy, fell out of the sky, and they just came and picked him up. And he yeah. flew away, and to this day, they <laughs> still worship yeah. this yeah. guy. You know? I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's just so. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like I mean, I don't know if the concept of like ignorance is bliss, right? Like, yeah, you don't know, you don't know, like. Yeah. Um, like who, all the shit that we have now. I mean, right now, you know, like we're, we're talking and like, how are these mm. people talking on the radio on the on, on my phone? How are they yeah. coming out? You know, like if you took this back fifty years, you know, a hundred years, it'd be like this is yeah. fucking insane, yeah. right? These yeah. people are crazy, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. Have you seen the new Hocus Pocus 2 yet? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I can't spoil it. Whenever. I mean, there's, there's like this funny this, little scene. Yeah, where I haven't seen the first one, so. What? No, I haven't You've seen You've never seen the no. This guy watches no. it like every day. Really? <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I, if See, I, could, I thought I you'd would. be more of a horror fan. You came in here dressed like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh, like, my God. This fucking sweater. <laughs> she loves it. How long? The Freddy Krueger sweater? That's awesome. This is old. I think I've. Did you buy it for a costume? Uh, no, I just bought it just cause, cause uh, okay. no, I went I, to remember Hot Topic. <laughs> cause I bought things for a costume, something oh, like that, where it's like, God. well, it's still a sweater. Like, it's like, still, like I legit bought it just because it was like on sale at a Hot Topic. I think oh, I was okay. like sixteen or seventeen, and then at the time, my, one of my favorite skateboarders uh, would skate with Freddie Coo- Jamie Thomas. Okay, well, I used he was to- one of my favorites, <clears throat> and he would skate with the Freddie Krueger sweater, and I was like, oh, sweet, I can skate in it. And like you can still see like kind of the holes back here from when I used to wear. Oh, it's got some battle scars. My studded studded belt. Oh, remember those? (laughs) Yeah, and then it's it's like I didn't know him during that time. We would not be together on this side. You can probably see or whatever. And and then my our old roommate Jason, (laughs) he uh, (laughs) sewed it. He sewed it on one side. Oh, really? For me, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) While Christy's like trying to give it away to Goodwill. Like I, yeah. (laughs) If it goes missing, he'll know it's me. So he's happy for all this time, and every time we go out, someone compliments it, and it drives (laughs) me bonkers. I'm like, I'm like almost guaranteed at least one compliment. And that's the best it. though yeah that's i know the best. I, I had it. i have yeah. a um a paca one that uh-huh. has like you know yeah and i had uh, i was i had gone on this date and this girl's like your sweaters how stupid and then uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and i was like this sweater's sick you know and like i was like it's alpaca it's warm too like yeah. it's really nice yeah. you know and then like these dudes these like hipster dudes are walking going by on their skateboards they're like bro sick fucking sweater <laughs> and i was like you see you yeah. see yeah. You know? yeah he does the uh-huh. yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> your taste is crazy oh <laughs> so what's the let's ruin hocus pocus for everybody fuck it i don't oh, care oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so the witches like you know they've been gone for so ever like for hundreds of years and so they come middler yeah <laughs> and so they come into the house and i don't did they say a l- so yeah they say something with alexa because i think one of the girls goes and hides and mm-hmm. then they say like alex or something like that yeah and then like alexa comes on oh. like i couldn't hear you this and that and she's like oh my gosh there's a small woman trapped in this box <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like you know it'd be wild because you know yeah, yeah just yeah. i mean they were from like from the movie from like the 1600 so it's like yeah. 300 years ago but let alone yeah. like just 50 years yeah. ago like nobody would yeah. ever fathom that that would happen yeah is anyone nice to their alexa like do you have one like no i had the google so mean to her like she'll randomly talk you when we're not she talking to her. yeah shut the fuck up alexa. That's, yeah that's, we're that's like alexa shut up like, <laughs> <laughs> well you get mad you're like don't talk to her like that <laughs> <laughs> well sometimes she makes me mad. i said alexa turn off the timer jeez it's like really yeah. frustrating but but uh-huh. she randomly comes on and it's just yeah frustrating because yeah. yeah. she came on in the middle of the night and it freaked me the fuck out and i was like do you hear that and she's like, what? No. I'm like, you're a blue belt in jujitsu. Go check it out. <laughs> 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 like, I, I'm staying in stop, here. He's like, I just bullets. wear the blue one because it brings out my eyes. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good color coordination. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not about the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Like yeah. It. It's, it's crazy. You know. But um, but yeah, like I, I wanted to like go back to how we were talking about um, kind of like when you say that you go into a room yeah you feel like you have to take on like how you feel or like if somebody says that you're funny because this is what you do you're just funny i feel like i never talk about 
what uh my perfect what i do professionally just because it's such a downer yeah you know where a lot of people well, take people pride. think it's a downer i don't it, it's, you know it's a downer <laughs> like i don't even say like what kind of investigator I am? I just say like, oh, I'm an investigator for a law firm, and kind of cut it at that. And if somebody follows up with the question, yeah, I start talking about it, and I start talking about it, and they're like, uh, oh shit, yeah, you know, like one of the, I want to say one of my buddies <clears throat> at jujitsu the other day, who kind of just asked me like, oh, how was your day or whatever, kind of like, oh, how was your work or whatever. I was like, oh, it was chill. Just you know, I had to deal with the sexual abuse case, and I had to go talk to these kiddos that are like eight and yeah and four and about being sexually abused and he was like oh <laughs> like, he was just like stumped you know and it's like ah, i should, should probably not give those details and yeah and it's just just because a lot of people do identify with what they do you know if you're proud of being an engineer then you're gonna say i'm an engineer and i do this yeah you know like where i'm like the opposite and you're not proud I, I would say I'm proud of it, but I just don't want to talk about it just because it's already every day I, I read these cases where yeah. like kids are being uh, traumatized and abused, whether it's like neglect or, or some sort of um, physical abuse or sexual abuse where I just don't talk about it. Yeah. And that's how like, I kind of detach myself from yeah. my work because if I bring my work home, I would probably self-destruct. You know? Yeah. yeah. Just he has like really healthy boundaries yeah. with his workplace like far like probably the healthiest i've ever seen like yeah just just i want to say like because I, I with soccer too when i would be playing soccer and i'm in a game i don't think about anything else like all i'm thinking about is like i gotta get the, this ball back and make a play to go and score that's what's know? great about competitive it. games and stuff yeah. like that or like so jujitsu right because you don't have you're not able to think of those other things, which exactly. I think like uh, like running, for example, sometimes it doesn't allow, it so makes much. you think more, yes. right? You're just like in there, like yes. you know, and that, ruminating. And, and I just trained, I did my first marathon last year and I just had so much time to think. And, yeah. and I despise running. And despite me <laughs> doing a fucking marathon, I did it because, you know, I ran more during COVID. So I couldn't go and work out at the gym. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, yeah. doing jujitsu, you know, just my options were limited. So I was like, I'm going to start running. Oh, hey, hey, I should do this goal and do a marathon while yeah. I'm running. Right now that I feel like I'm in shape that I can run, I should just do it. But yeah, since then, since my marathon, I've only gone on one run yeah and it was three miles and i was <laughs> stupid sore <laughs> like i was like how the fuck did i do a marathon but yeah like it versus like me going to jujitsu and i'm doing yeah. like seven five minute rolls i'm not thinking about anything else other than this dude's trying to strangle me and trying to bring it's like survival yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, and yeah. i feel so good like after the fact yeah. and with angel too like again going back to those buckets that i talk about like having mm -hmm. your social your work and yeah. all those like he keeps them, I feel, very balanced. Whereas, like, what happens, and I have certainly done this, where I worked at a job, I was I was working with sexually exploited youth, and that was my life. Like, that was what I was putting all my energy. Sometimes I'd go for a run, but I was literally, like, going to sleep, waking up to do this job, and I put all my worth and everything into it. And then that's where I got burnout in six months. Yeah. I was having my own, like, secondary PTSD, like, dreams myself of like getting abducted and all these things it was mm. terrible and then you know and then I see him now and I'm like oh like that's so healthy that you don't put all your worth 
obviously, in just your work and yeah. just jujitsu and just this. Like it's everything is spread out so evenly. Um, it's yeah. a really healthy balance. And it's just with this line of work, you know, like <clears throat> anything where you're exposed to with like traumatic events, even though you're experiencing them secondhand. Like after a while, if you start doing this for like several years, like it could really wear down on you. Yeah. Versus like somebody like you doing your podcast, you like it, you're really passionate about it, but you're not exposing yourself to secondary uh, traumatic events. You know, so you can really focus in <clears throat> and go. I don't know, work twenty four seven on it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be stress stressful. Yeah. Um, but in different ways. You know, yeah. like it could start impacting me in like our relationship. Me always being agitated and me having even like nightmares about it or not being able being able to sleep and out of like i've been working in social work since like 2006 ish uh, but in this line of work since 2014 and i want to say I've, there's only been two times where i can remember where i couldn't sleep because i knew i had like a big case that yeah. i had to work on like the following day or something like that and i think that goes i think that's pretty good do you think opinion. there's really any, good. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then just to play kind of devil's advocate, do you think there's any, or I, I think there's also a risk there of like compartmentalization of like, you kind of like oh, yeah. pushing it down as opposed to like, cause I think sometimes it's like, if some shit weighs on you, let it, you know, let it pass instead oh, of yeah. just being like, no big, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Go to jujitsu. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead yeah, of like, you know absolutely. what? I need to fucking. Like, are you avoiding yeah, anything, yeah. babe? No, no. And I, and I talked to my coworkers or if I have to talk to my supervisor about it, like I know when I need to, when I feel like I'm, it's going to be too much. Yeah. And yeah. so rather than me weighing, weighing it down on somebody that's completely oblivious to it and yeah. doesn't know about this line of work. I try to like talk to Christy about it or talk to try to talk to some other friends that I know that are in the same sort of field. Mm -hmm. Do you go to therapy as well or no? Cause I no. think therapists and social workers sometimes are the worst people to actually go and work on themselves. Cause they're like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah know, absolutely. <laughs> well, they're like you focused on helping school. other people and they make you right. They make us. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think I have friends who, um, when they find out I married a social worker and I'm also a social worker, they're like, oh my God, I would never marry another social no, worker. No, because they think you're just going to be talking about work. Yeah, but yeah. we, God, we like, so, like, we You rarely... both are like, fuck work, kind of yeah. like, yeah. Just like hey, yeah. but, put it I over mean, there. And... when we need to, like, yeah, I, un yeah. I can totally empathize and, like, understand and be like, man, that's frustrating. I've been there. And, I mean, we use a lot of the same language all the time. Like, we were even talking about the other day, like, how our fights are so lame, where I'm like, babe, I feel when you... I just and want to make I sure would I prefer. validate your feelings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are that couple? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, it's our like, job, I too. I think we need to take a time out and come back in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think it's been really beneficial to marry someone who yeah. has the same language and experiences and in that mm -hmm. field that when I do need either consultation or just some support yeah. or a kiss on the forehead. Like I know he's not going to be like, well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, get yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, don't exactly. think about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You're sad. Just don't be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You're depressed. I, I said something be. like that the other day. Like she was super anxious and she couldn't sleep. And I was like, oh, just yeah. not having it. I was like, just don't think about it. And she's like, that's not how it works. Yeah, I was like, yeah. and I was like really upset. And the next day, I was yeah. like, babe, like, you know, that was a really insensitive comment to say, like, in our field. And he's like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, it's a, 
it's easy, right? To just mm-hmm. be like to to try to to, to go there and like, yo, just leave it alone. But a lot of people do that though. A lot and of people that's are just not like, the right thing yeah, to do. it's not. Yeah. They're just like, just stop thinking about it. And it's yeah. like, you know, you're going through, you know, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot yeah, there, a, you know, for people. And I mean, again, just to kind of um, play a little bit more devil's advocate. Um, do you think you sh- like to some degree? I feel like it's good. Like, and that's why I have this right because mm-hmm. I feel like that stuff is there, but we try to avoid it right it's just like oh yeah that's you know my uncle and or whatever that's that person and yeah they did x y and z or whatever but we don't talk about that right instead of like no we need to fucking talk about that because people need to know that what he did is not okay Mm -hmm. or the way that he acts right Mm -hmm. it's like oh when he gets drunk he always gets crazy you know it's like why right i think a lot of a lot of it we see a lot of this like uh cbt right the cognitive Mm -hmm. behavioral therapy of like hey control your thoughts it's like but not too many people go deeper than that right Mm -hmm. which i think is what you need to do Mm -hmm. it's like why do you think that way right why is it is like i said why do you become who you need to become for this room right because otherwise i'm just like oh i just i just like to make people laugh Mm -hmm. okay you know that's it no but there's something more there you know what i mean and i think we want to encourage people to to explore that and not be so taboo of like you know Mm -hmm. hey like because sometimes yeah you find out somebody went through some traumatic shit yeah you know, and you're like, oh, I didn't know that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and just creating. I think I guess for just kind of my point is like, I think that because you two are people who understand these things, you know, not that you want to invite people to come tell you things, but at least, you know, be that resource. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you can at least say, hey, like, if you like, do want to talk about these things, you know, can yeah, like I feel at like least I lead I, you somewhere. Identify with people that are kind of like <clears throat> are in a rut or come from like a terrible background in childhood just because you know sometimes like for example if a baby is born right and their parents one's a doctor and one's a lawyer and that baby's gonna have like an immense amount of a chance to be successful right have a lot of resources a lot of resources versus a baby that's born and the dad is a gang member the mom is too the grandparents have been in the life and then the aunts and uncles and the cousins are all like you know from Otai or VCV or TNC, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Like that window is going to be significantly smaller for that baby to be successful. Yeah. the baby that has a parent for like a doctor, a lawyer, and then their grandparents were also like in an engineer, whatever. You yeah. know, like I'm not saying that that baby can't be resilient, <clears throat> but that window is going to be significantly mm-hmm. smaller. Probably like, I don't know, just like a little itty bitty like it's 10 a by peephole, like babe. a 10 a by peephole. five yeah. window versus like an entire like whole wall yeah. of a window for that baby but we love that born. story oh you know, absolutely that, we love that i'm saying i think like, it's like it's like trauma porn right uh-huh. we love that story of, of somebody yeah. who had the shittiest but, life yeah but then people say like oh we, we had a choice like we all have a choice yeah, yeah. but how how big yeah. is that choice and for yeah. that baby that was born in that life yeah versus that the choice of that kid that was raised in this yeah. other family that has all these successful mm-hmm. people but you, you great know? you bring up a great point because i even had a client bring this up like he had the opposite view he was like you know i you know why does everyone like the underdog like why can't you like the guy who's been working his ass off to get to where he is yeah. and yeah he maybe had a few more resources but like why can't you celebrate him? Why does he have to be the villain? And I was kind of yeah. like, oh, that is like such our culture. Like even watching the U.S. Open, what was his name? Typho? Typho. Typho. He, like his story 
total underdog. Dad, family immigrated over. He worked at the tennis club or whatever it was as a janitor. Yeah. Made some like deals to get his son into training. And then the other guy, his dad was like a director of the training place. And then he comes in and then they go against each other. And it's just like, I'm like, like, I'm pulling for the underdog. And I'm like, why do we do that? It's such a, I think it's a cultural thing. Like, uh, yeah, I love that story. You know, that kiddo that like makes it out of there. Yeah, well, I think another thing is, um, I don't know if you know um, um, Andrea's cousin, uh, Mario. He was here before you. He plays soccer, goalie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, it's going to be his birthday. He was talking about kind of how he, uh, yeah, and uh, kind of like how he coaches and how you get so into it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, you know, besides valuing the underdog, we also value value the Kobe's and the Michael Jordans of the world. But we don't understand how they live and what's in their brain, right? Mm-hmm. And they're so obsessed. And then... Part of me is like, it's cool, right? That you're Kobe Bryant and you're Michael Jordan. And you're such a legend. You're LeBron James. But every day you're just like, you're so obsessed. And you always hear like, like Ric Flair, his whole family went to shit, right? Just because he was so like wrestling, 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 wrestling. Yeah. But to everybody else, right? To strangers, he's a hero, right? Yeah. He's an amazing person. But to everybody close to him, he's not. Yeah. Right. You put everything else aside. Kind of like Tom Brady. Right. Yeah. Didn't that just happen where like his wife? Yeah. Was and I thought he was one of those that, you yeah. know, had it together and they figured it out. And, you know, like they supposedly because she's famous, too. She's yeah. not just, you yeah. know, because he decided to play another season or something like that. Yeah, I don't know I'm the sure. details. I'm sure there's more the to it, though, you know, but that's the gist of what I got. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Or just briefly. But I think it's also like the media tells us what we want to hear. Like the media knows what we want. We know what the exciting story is. So I try and take everything with a grain of salt because we really don't know what's going on behind those closed doors, what other issues are going on besides him playing football, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. And, I, you know, obviously you also see these, oh, well, they have money, right? And they have opportunity and, you know. Like have you seen how many celebrities and how many, like, people have made tons of money have also died by suicide like yeah it they're really and i think that's where so many people downplay like the severity of mental health and like how much it impacts and people try and hide and how money can continue to actually make mental health worse i'll give you an example so i have some clients who struggle with health anxiety so basically they like hypochondriac or pretty yeah pretty much so they're over here like have a heart palpitation or maybe some and they catastrophize so they go into oh my gosh I'm having a heart attack I need to go to the ER and so now they're going to the ER 10 times a week they're going to get MRS they're buying special machines to you know put on their wrist to check their heart like there yeah. and so all these are what we call false sense of safety. So the person will not feel safe unless they have their water bottle with them, unless they have their heart monitor, unless they're wearing their watch. And this keeps the anxiety going. And the more money you have, the more you can feed into that anxiety. Because in therapy, what we do is is we expose them to eventually getting to the point where you don't need any of those. You're no longer trapped or bound yeah. to these things. But you know, someone who has health anxiety that's in a low income family and has no health insurance, you're not going to the ER. You're not getting an MRI and things. So the money can really backfire for a lot of people who have yeah. like mental health challenges. Yeah. And I grew up in a home where like my dad was always sick and had diabetes and had this. Oh, so like yeah. for me I've always been like want to take care of my health right and whatever i could do go to my checkups and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so that really resonates with me because i do know that 
there are resources that you could have access to if you do have more money, right? To go get like a full blood panel, really know what's going on and have specialists that mm -hmm. are like, hey, you know, if you work out this way, you eat this or, you, you know, this because a lot of times we think we're eating healthy because it's like, oh, I'm eating broccoli. And it's like, actually, broccoli is bad for you because your body is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're just like, oh, I didn't fucking know that. You know, so I think that's where the thing when having income at least helps you, right? But like, I guess the extreme is like what you're saying, right? Where you're just like, I need everything so like, you know, structured and I'm going to get a, you know, chef and I'm yeah. going to get this and I'm going to get that. And yeah, I mean, I, another example, uh, an individual I know, like they were scared of flying and they were worried they might have a panic attack. So they bought That's a pretty common, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they, they bought, um, they, uh, they looked for a plane that was an international plane doing a domestic flight and picked first class first uh first class seats so they could lay back just in case yeah like that is oh like to go yeah. to that level like that's how severe the fear is and health anxiety is in the easiest form of a definition it is the overestimation of fear and the underestimation of resources and i tell people if i pick you up put you out in a desert and there or you know whatever forest and there's a bear like we want anxiety to kick in that's your fight and yeah. flight response now why is it that when and and why is it when i pick you up and put you at the san diego zoo and you look at a bear that same thing doesn't happen well does it happen because you are able to either consciously or unconsciously assess your resources there's a fence there's a zookeeper i could outrun someone so now you feel safer it's and yeah. <laughs> you see that one where like the gorillas are fighting they're like going at yeah, it yeah somebody where's goes, the zookeeper so the same thing with anxiety of like flying a plane if someone gets on there and they say okay what are my resources well i've got a pilot who's yeah. been flying for this long you know, I know that they take care of this plane. Like, okay, I can do this. You know, yeah. th so they're looking at their external resources. What are my internal? I can do my deep breathing. I can do guided imagery. I can. I just figure I can't do shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or, if I'm on the plane, I'm no, like. Yeah. That's, seriously, that's yeah. the other one. It's, Bro, go left. That's the other one. You accept you have, you that you no control. don't. Yeah. yeah, you accept uh. that you don't have control and that that's okay. Yeah. And then the other person who is like, I, you know, overestimation affair. Well, we could crash. I could throw up on the plane and I'm like okay, yeah let's go through you crash you're not going to remember it you throw up on the plane check the pocket they still have the things where you can throw up in yeah you know and so all you know and then it's like oh, okay it's not that bad yeah i, guess I do have some resources so. of course and you catastrophize right like oh everything that may happen and then i think what sucks too is then even after it doesn't happen they're still like ah but it, yeah. you yeah. know like you just went through it look yeah. what nothing happened yeah and you that's know. those are baby steps the, uh, being able to be like hey look nothing did happen yeah and yeah. you can actually go through it like with less anxiety next time yeah and it, i think that's when you know what i was mentioning as well before was like looking at that and seeing well yes you can obviously controlling the thoughts and yeah. but why why is that fear there really digging into that right mm -hmm. and trying to figure it out and what i was telling a friend of mine too was like people go to therapists and they're just like you know yeah. and i'm pretty sure you guys witnessed it a lot it's like hey like what's up ah, i'm good everything's fine yeah. right but it's yeah. like up to you to kind of be like you know sometimes i feel like am i saying too much i was like nah fuck yeah. it i'll just put it all out there yeah. like you know yeah. what i mean like 
it might not be yeah it's not yeah. that big of a deal but uh, you know this is one thing i noticed or uh, yeah. flipped this guy off in traffic mm-hmm. maybe i got a little too angry you know you you know insight and awareness self-awareness is something that is like taught so much in social work so yeah. it's like I like I feel like we both being mindful yeah mindful Mm self-awareness and so I mean I've had a client come to me and be like every time that I get on the road and I go under this one bridge or this road gets narrow I feel like I'm gonna pass out and so I'm like okay where do you think that comes from I have no idea I said okay tell me a little bit about you know what was high school like? What did you do after? Oh, I was in the Marines. Oh, how how was that? You know, anything traumatic? I was a happened? combat driver. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Yeah, yes. you know, it yeah. flipped. There was like this, you know, he's like, oh, no one got hurt. And I was like, Some, this is yeah. in your unconsciously, like in your body, like your body. There's a book called like your body the keeps body the keeps score. score. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is what's happening. Like, you know, you need exposure, you need mindfulness, you need all these things. But again, that self-awareness that that person did not tie that together Yeah. this whole time. Yeah. That's why I went to I went to the lake. I mean, it still hurt, but I was like, I'm fucking getting back on that bike. <laughs> <laughs> I did take that turn a little slower. That's really good but that you even, it, we call them exposure exercises in yeah. therapy, but like, you know, to not go down a road again or to not go to a place again because it, you associate it with something or you're scared of something, that now has power and control over you. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, you know, then that gets... more major and more major as that becomes like you know and for some cases like a full-on house a full-on like i'm not going to visit my family because i don't want to get on agoraphobic or yeah yeah, it it builds yeah and people get really nervous when they hear the word disorder but disorder only means that something has gotten so um has impacted your life so much that now it's impacting your occupation or social life basically, yeah. or some other area of your life. That's basically the meaning of disorder in anything. Anxiety disorder. You are now have so much anxiety that's impacting your work. It's yeah. impacting your remote romantic relationship. A lot mm-hmm. of people have anxiety, but it doesn't get to that level where it does impact them to the point they're like, I can't even go to work. Yeah, and I think when you mentioned like romantic relationships, which I like to try to talk about like how we, practicality, right? Kind of giving people practical advice which when that anxiety is there, you're not allowing people in. Right. And you're mm-hmm. like, you maybe you're on a date and you're somewhere else in your head. Mm-hmm. You're like I did this wrong or he, Oh my God, I can't believe you yeah. wore that sweater. You know what I yeah. mean? That sweater or whatever. Like they're yeah. thinking about so much other than just being present and just saying, Hey, like mm-hmm. let's, let's enjoy this. Whatever the yeah. hell happens, happens. And yeah. Yeah. kind of just, you know, being present. Yeah. Right. And which is, Again, I always tell people the simplest concepts are always the hardest, right? Like, be present, be patient, uh-huh. right? It's just like, yeah. so oh, yeah. Like, that's, you know. that's being mindful and being self-aware, yeah. Yeah. you know? And that's that's a huge part of yeah. what I need to do because I need to be pretty mindful and self-aware of when where I go into because I'm doing home visits. I'm sometimes doing unannounced visits yeah. where, like, it's probably not the safest area. And I need to make sure that I need to not, not only look out for the safety of my clients but my safety first yeah you know because there's been a couple times where i show up and it's like there's some shady people there and they're like come on in i'm like well Well, when they think you're there to like do something bad to them too right like you're gonna take my kids and you're gonna you know Mm -hmm. or they're just trying to avoid me and i finally catch them and i'm like oh okay well maybe it's not the best idea that i I go in there and so i need to go back and then i have to kind of reassess and let other people know what Mm -hmm. they need to do yeah yeah I would 
go going back to that a little bit, my advice, especially to couples, is that if you know you have anxiety, and most of us, like, yeah, he knows, I've had some pretty high anxiety. I think anxiety. That's, that stems also, like, from the person, like you were saying, like, where does that anxiety yeah. come yeah. from? Like, you really got to self-reflect like and think back. And she's told me some things and some stories when she was a kid of why she would have anxiety now as an adult versus me and how I was raised. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm very like, okay, whatever, happy-go-lucky kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's not going to bother me. Like, why are you tripping out about this? Yeah. And it's like, I look at my mom and she is, <laughs> she just a savage <laughs> to say the least. She just does whatever she wants, yeah. whenever she wants. And she's just kind of happy, go with the flow, which I am like that, like 100%. Yeah. But she's to an extreme and it's like, Okay, no wonder I'm that way. And no wonder Christy says, like, you're like, you have, like, the least anxiety. Like, you should be thankful for, like, not having any anxiety and being an anxious yeah. person because that goes a long way. Versus, like, her and how she was raised and how she trips out if we're running late and yeah. kind of yeah. having to, to compromise for my lack of being punctual because <laughs> I yeah. know that it raises her her anxiety yeah. does yeah. not alleviate it whatsoever yeah. but does that go the other way around too yeah well You're like for you to say like fuck it like who cares like what's yeah, gonna happen if we're we, late it's, yeah you know? it's helped we too. have definitely he's compliment we've complimented each other i i think i've helped him sometimes be more structured and yeah. then he's helped me be more flexible which is a big thing that i teach people with anxiety nowadays <laughs> is and see like I grew up with my dad was a drill sergeant and yeah. then he was worked in the sheriff's department mm -hmm. for a long time and single yeah. dad basically raising me and so okay. everything was structured one minute late that was a big deal so like I was kind of conditioned that you know you're doing something wrong or you're being disrespectful and all these things so when he would come late I would interpret that as he doesn't care about me he doesn't care about my my time yeah and I was we call this personalizing in therapy um when the reality is this is who he is and so I had to work through like my own stuff and I had to also learn that my advice to couples is that if you are the anxious person um in the relationship you cannot rely on your partner to make that anxiety go away you cannot control your partner to do everything that you want them to do to make your anxiety go away you are i'd say 95 percent responsible for your anxiety and you want to lean on your partner five percent sometimes 10 20 percent if it's really yeah. bad but you cannot expect that your partner is going to make you feel good with anxiety because that's not their job that's your job yeah i remember seeing something about like it was like i think it was called like a letter to an anxious lover or something like that mm -hmm. um and basically it was like you know if, since you don't deal with it it's like when you turn into that person it said like you be you be i become your caretaker and i'm not your i don't be i'm not your mate I become your yeah. caretaker and everything has to shift towards you and everything has, you know, and, it, and it's more, it's not in like a, like a, a the way of, um, you know, being a burden, Yeah. but for them to understand that, you know, what that causes as well yeah. is it's like, you know, I don't want, you yeah. know, well, mm -hmm. it's like someone mm -hmm. who is kind of struggling with addiction, like that person, your partner can help take care of you, but it's on you to do the work. It's on yeah. you to get sober. And so I do think um, you need a partner who can validate you. 
you need a partner who can tell you, you know, it's okay, you know, let me give you a hug um, if that's what you need. But again, that's not what's going to make this you know, history of trauma, like the, the little T's, we call them little T's or big T's, big traumas, little traumas, you know, leave your, your body. Like you're going to have to do some work. You're going to have to explore where this is coming from. You're going to have to learn the language of, I'm, I use a lot of CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. That's kind of my main, like bread and butter, I guess you could say. So we take, we t- we talk about thinking errors, and yeah. thought distortions, and because I think a lot of people do need that CBT, right? They mm-hmm. need just that little kind I of framework yeah. of mm-hmm. the. But I do, I like I said, I really get really excited like the depth psychology, like schema therapy, really mm-hmm. digging in, like like I said, what what is what is going on there, and why why is that happening, right? If really you yeah. to like have that self awareness, because a lot of the times, you know, like I said. I maybe sometimes I am a little bit more, I, I feel like I'm hard on myself that I can be like, Hey, I know that I'm going to have to push myself sometimes. Like, you know, like my hand still kind of hurts, but I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to go like, cause I, I at least, you know, I, I'll do like two laps. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to at least go do one. I'm not going to do it the fastest. I know right now I'm not going to be the <laughs> fastest. So I'm not going to be hard on myself. I'm like, Oh, I'm slow today. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I know that like I need to kind of, I needed yeah. to push myself at least to yeah. get back out there yeah. and, and do those I've, things. I've always know? been like that too. Like, when when I went down um, mountain biking, yeah, a year later I went back out there with the same homie and did a did the trail again. I would I didn't do the same hill, yeah, which I wanted to. Uh, but he's like, no, let's do, take a different route, which was still pretty gnarly. And uh, you know, I made it, and I think that was always the goal of just kind of like redeeming that first time. And the same thing happened too when I was uh, sixteen. I broke my ankle in this stair set yeah. down in City College. And, you know, I think it was like six to nine months later, I went back to that same stair set and I did the trick that I wanted to do. And I don't know, it's always been in my mind, like if something, if I feel like I fell at something, I know I could do it, then I, I know I can go back and do even better. Yeah. And it's always yeah. worked out like that And for I me. have to remind him, I'm like, babe, not everyone is like you. Like not everyone is like that mentally resilient. I'm yeah. like, cause, I mean, he is really, I mean, yeah. I've seen this guy push himself like a lot of times athletically to levels where I'm just like, I mean, if he puts his mind to something, he's going to do it. Like yeah. this guy hates running. I want to run a marathon. He never missed a workout. He followed the training plan, got up like six, 5 a.m., you know, and I like, I'm like, babe, there are not a lot of people who just set their goals and then do them. Like yeah. there's so many people, I mean, yeah. think of like the fad diets and just yeah, people who yeah. say like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, first of the year, I'm going to do this. And he's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why they just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and I oh. think that's just like, my own standard. You're like that the makes Mexican David yeah. Goggins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. I need to start doing like some motivational, yeah. like quotes and stuff or speak. Get your ass up and run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Get hard. <laughs> Whatever he says. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's always been me like with the running, with the jujitsu, my first competition, you know, like I, I was just happy to be there. Right. And then I got my ass kicked the second match. Like that dude destroyed me. Yeah. And then I did, another competition and i was like i hope that dude goes again because this time like i'm gonna fucking do it and i felt like i i I tapped here early like i just i I just wasn't there i was just my goal wasn't it to win yeah i was just happy to be there like i said and then that second time the dude wasn't there though but you know i surpassed all my expectations i I even remember telling christy probably like a month out like um you know this time i'm gonna try to really win it and i'm gonna try to destroy everybody and i remember the look in her face like she was like 
like kind of worried for me you know because yeah. what if i fail because it's it's the truth like i can yeah. get tapped in less than a minute yeah you know and that's it and then like i i feel like a failure yeah. you know that's the reality of things that it, can it's happen. always your loved ones that you know, are like kind of they don't want to see you fail, exactly. right? Yeah. So they rather see you not do it because yeah. you know what I mean. They're yeah. like, oh, don't do it, like because they, they know you're probably gonna hurt. You're probably gonna yeah. be, yeah. you know, no, of course, down on yourself. But I knew, like in my mind, I was like, I'm gonna put all, all, all my heart, like, and blood, sweat, and tears. Well, I didn't technically cry, but. Um, but uh, definitely <laughs> blood and sweat. Don't lie. <laughs> I know. I probably wanted to, like, at the end. I got you. <laughs> at the end, I definitely got emotional, though. Like yeah. when I won, like because I I ended up winning my bracket. Double gold. Yeah, this guy. and and like I just seeing all my friends and family that like, went to support me. Like, yeah, I felt like a little emotional. I was like, oh shit, dude, this is pretty sick. Like you know, like yeah. seeing everybody that does. Support I think me. you have to. I was like one of the types of like try to like push it, like no, no, like fuck it. <laughs> let it go like you know yeah. you're feeling it like i know i should yeah right? like I you know have. yeah but i didn't i was like i ain't no bitch yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's how you feel right yeah but it was it's just that feeling of award and knowing that i worked so hard to see how successful i i could be it's just worth it yeah even if i would have lost like whatever i did i did the best that i could i knew that yeah. that was my mindset and my opponent was better than me that yeah. day you know yeah. You, just, yeah you just never know you I just mean, have to put yourself that, out there with anybody yeah, with anything that like competition mindset like there's also it's called like they're they've been doing kind of series on netflix it's like untold and they do one with one of the tennis players i'm totally blinking on his name but like he was like riddled with anxiety and like when i was younger and i competed yeah. like i was driven by anxiety fear of failure i never yeah. wanted my dad to come watch me play tennis when i did cross country i would i would be go to the bathroom like six times before taking off and then on the line when they're saying on your mark get set i was dry heaving i was so nervous i was like about to throw up yeah and then i take off and i'm fine so like my experience with competition has been just so scarred when i mentioned pickleball <laughs> for my cousin's comp or so we play yeah we play our first of, match I'm pretty decent like i have a tennis background <laughs> no, she's good she's better than me and yeah. so yeah, we is. played our first match at like the combs dr family extravaganza pickleball tournament oh wow t-shirts <laughs> yeah and i was legit like angel was like what is wrong with you like i'm playing against my um cousin's parent in-laws like her in-laws yeah. and i'm like that, missing yeah. these little shots and oh you were yeah you're blowing it i yeah, was like it was like it. literally just like bouncing like an easy one where you can just blast and like yeah, yeah. and she hit it right to the net and i'm like what is wrong with you she's like i'm, I'm like, so nervous like i was like it's it's a little family tournament <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and i'm just like babe i this one i know you're not gonna understand because yeah. you're yeah. like next level she, i could tell though like when, when that happened i was like what's wrong and she's like like i i don't know like i'm just nervous and i was like all right you're like don't be no <laughs> yeah <laughs> no you picked it up after that though yeah. so i mean i hate to like kind of dig into that but it is it was that like a thing like hey if you didn't do well or was your dad kind of pushing you to um, to be a performer or was he a performer 
that you were kind of like, I have this, have to meet yeah. these. This is know. a good question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I probably need to look into this a little bit more because my dad would, he would joke with the, it, this was not true, but he would joke and they'd be like, man, Christy's playing so well. And he's like, yeah, well, she doesn't eat unless she plays well yeah. and she doesn't get dinner. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God. But I think it just all stemmed from like, for myself, like fear of failure, which is so common. Like yeah. I don't want to fail. I don't want to because then you wouldn't be worse than then you. Yeah. yeah, and like I was, you know, when you're known for being good or being the one that doesn't lose, like it's not like I was number one seed, but I remember my coach being like, "I can just always rely on you. Like even if everyone loses, like Christy's gonna win." The pressure and that pressure, just like, oh my gosh. So now I have to be better. I have to do these things, and then when I would, you know, this is where. I think it's called like cognitive dissonance where you, um, your thoughts are one way, but then your actions are different. So you're like, I want to lose 20 pounds. And then your actions aren't demonstrating that. So now you feel bad about yourself because you want to do this, but you, you like you shame yourself. You can't. And so mine would be like, yeah, I want to be the best tennis player, but you know, I don't want to, I feel bad because I don't want to go at five o'clock after school and like get an extra lesson or I don't want to like do these things. So then I was like, what's wrong with me? Like mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not trying as hard as I should. And so, yeah. 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 And I think that was the, the face that you gave me when I told you, like, I want to really try hard and win everything. Yeah. And like, I still like see your face. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, and just knowing, I guess that, that chance that that big chance that I yeah. fail at it yeah and knowing that it's real you were just worried yeah. about and, it for me right and for me what probably just now like this year that has been comforting for me is that I've let go of a lot of those rigid rules that I had to live by that I have to do this that I have to train every day that yeah. that were unrealistic I mean unless you're angel and you like, <laughs> do this crap but I've opened flexibility like you know if I want to you know if I do a challenge where I want to exercise 15 days in a row and one day I feel like lifting weights I'm going to do it and if one day I feel like just walking my dog for a mile then I'll do that and I can literally be okay with it whereas yeah. like before it was not okay unless I was pushing myself 110 percent you know it felt like throwing up afterwards yeah da, da, da. and so like now that I've added flexibility into my life when he sets these really high goals that have very little flexibility yeah. it makes me nervous because mm -hmm. I know like again it all goes back to our little traumas and experiences yeah. like I worry oh my gosh is he gonna be you know I don't want to watch like the person I love probably the most in this world like not meet their goal yeah yeah and, and that's, that's my that's, own anxiety like that's all that is and that's something that i need to work on myself too being okay like okay i i i'm gonna miss a, a session of jujitsu or i'm gonna miss a part of my workout and be okay with it yeah. and not beat myself up like oh yeah. man this ruins like my entire program now i'm gonna be a failure you know like yeah. which <laughs> clearly yeah. isn't like yeah. the truth and it's not gonna happen but that's sometimes the way that i look at it and really kind of like just so like I can keep keep that that fire under my ass to keep going. Yeah, and a, and a failure to who? To myself. You know, like yeah, yeah. So seriously, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's only to me, and it's yeah. my own mind. I mean, his friends talk a lot of shit, but it's out of love. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're not really your homies unless you established that rapport. Yeah, where you yeah. with yeah. each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah. it's how we show our love yeah it's not the healthiest way but it's, I, I know it's how we love each other yeah <laughs> yeah and you know which ones are like shit talking and hating as opposed to the ones that are just like ah, exactly. you know kind of like ripping on you roasting you like it's you know it's yeah. different yeah absolutely yeah, you could feel you could feel that energy mm-hmm. right when mm-hmm. someone's just like you know yeah a hundred percent so yeah we just got to put keep pushing each other you know especially like if you've set a goal like oh i'm right behind you i know mm. that's the problem <laughs> <laughs> the pressure of that yeah i'm yeah. like do a competition I'm like, uh, <laughs> you saw me at pickleball, yeah. the cold yeah. yeah. extravaganza. Like, I just be like, Ugh. <laughs> like I don't want to do it. It's like, I don't know how many yeah. like w- women that are your size, a <laughs> hundred pounds soaking wet, five feet, four eleven, whatever um, it is. Well, I know that in your bracket. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, they might put you in with like a hundred and like. 65 pounders oh my god no, for jujitsu for jujitsu yeah because so, <laughs> if they don't have anybody for your weight class they'll like jump your weight class really yeah so one of my yeah. one of my uh buddies that uh, he's he's a black belt and he's 130 pounds and there was nobody in his weight class and age division they wanted to put him at 184 oh shit or 182 or something like that stupid. that's stupid that's 40 yeah. pounds over like that's just dumb yeah like, so he's like no <laughs> I still yeah. think he could have. You should have fought him. I could take him. I'm just hanging out, but I could take him. Yeah, but yeah. I think that all goes too with like you know, like the mentality of having a good, uh, positive thoughts. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, I think it just goes a long way and just putting yourself out there. Yeah. You know, for somebody that say that is just a hobbyist and just wants to do training but putting yourself out there and measuring your skills against another opponent that you've never seen that also trains goes a long way and gives you that that boost you know to really kind of test yourself yeah whereas you know the average joe probably wouldn't even if you are an average joe and you put yourself out there at least you did yeah you know that you know you have the courage to to do that like we had we had some friends who i think were uh you know hard on themselves and you know when another thing um, all i talk about is the therapy <laughs> but good that's um, what we're here for is, <laughs> is, is self-compassion and so the intervention that for self-compassion is what would you tell your friend yeah. so like one of our friends he's like man i got tapped out like this quickly and you know he's like yeah, that was embarrassing that was all these things and i'm like what if you know what if angel got tapped out that quick what would you say to him and be like man you did great that was a hard opponent and i was like you have to learn how to talk to yourself like that like that yeah. is the self-compassion yeah. i even heard you say like i give myself slack and i was like you're giving yourself self-compassion yeah that's what you would say to your friend like you don't have to go 150 percent every time like go 80 percent. enjoy yourself like yeah give mm-hmm. you know do, allow that I, I think and that's what was coming to mind i was going to ask you uh angel of like do you give yourself slack do you or are you always do you feel like they always need to have something that you're striving for like uh, you, you said, like because uh, <laughs> this guy I've been through with him with Marathon. soccer con- soccer competitions, indoor yeah. outdoor plus yeah. marathon plus jujitsu. Mm-hmm. What else? I'm sure there's been more. Yeah, whatever I set my mind to. So like when I was when I was like, when I was super into powerlifting, oh, powerlifting, like setting my strength goals. Like I need to de- deadlift 500 pounds. Yeah. I need to bench. 
315 and he did hit four or five on the squat yeah. you know like and i and i was fat so i was oh, i was yeah, he, i was 200 he, pounds he, he was like meaty. that's the heaviest i've ever been yeah yeah <laughs> definitely the strongest i have ever been but i yeah. always set some sort of goal depending yeah. on what i what set my mind like, to but i i i feel like i i i don't give myself that slack and which is why like i always get really close to what i want to do and i set unrealistic goals sometimes just because i know it'll push me to pass to whatever i want to go yeah does that make sense so say like oh i want to bench 250 and so i'll say i want to hit 315 because that feels like unrealistic or whatever yeah. and then i surpass 250 and i'm like okay cool you know yeah same thing with the jiu-jitsu i want to get double gold and if i don't get it i'm probably gonna do better than what i expected you know which is maybe just to win my first match yeah you know like okay i won that yeah. first one now i can keep going like is it uncomfortable and then, though for you but then to if, not... I, if i fuck up <laughs> that's okay. that's where it comes in i'm like fuck god that's embarrassing i'm um like um... i just embarrassed my whole academy and yeah i'll have all those thoughts behind me but i know how to like suppress them really well so i feel, I feel like you see <laughs> i hope the word is not suppressed <laughs> and it's challenged them and realize no i try to reframe my thoughts and just yeah. be like hey take this as a learning experience like mm -hmm. next time i know not to do this a b and c and yeah. i can do it differently yeah. if i ever have to do the same yeah. thing yeah but like is it uncomfortable for you to not have like a goal and most of the time it's like physical yeah. fitness like when you don't have one like i feel like you're itching yeah have you I ever been like hurt did you ever fall on your bike and then you couldn't do yeah, <laughs> certain things man. i got like i bought a bust in my bicep i had to have uh um i tore uh my tendon yeah and i have had to have surgery and i was out for like probably took at least nine months to be fully healed up again and be able to do like a pull-up yeah after that so that was pretty difficult <clears throat> just because that day christy was even like don't go work out like just stay i this forgot was what you my said anxiety i was like love me it was like stay a sunday it was a sunday <laughs> and we were like at the time and his arm was still busted or no no no, no, no. this was right before yeah. it happened she oh, was okay. like don't don't go to the gym it was stay like a, with me love me oh. like, pretty sure it was, yeah it was me. a sunday she wanted to go like get brunch or something like that yeah. i was like no i need to go get my workout in <laughs> and it was like i think we were house hunting i think we had just looked at the spot where we live now and and i went to the gym and then pop i bought i busted my bicep and all, all because like i decided to do a different exercise that i never do and i just didn't have the right range of motion anyways that happened and that just like yeah like injuries that take you out like that yeah is, i mean anybody that's been injured or like has been like have to be humble bed, yeah bedridden it's it's it, it really is depressing yeah. but you have to look at it in different ways like okay what can i take away from this what can i do while i have this downtime like I can read more. I can go on more mm -hmm. walks with you and the, the dogs and, and just do different things and be, even though I can't be active the way I want to be active, mm -hmm. like I can still do other things. Yeah. Do you think your identity is revolved around being this physically, this physical I, I specimen? I don't think so because that's what I really enjoy. But I, but, but people, I guess, kind of associate, associate it with me what, that I'm always doing something different you know like or being active in that yeah, way yeah. but it's it's what i enjoy the most you know so i don't feel like i'm taking out this fake facade well i don't think it's a facade somebody. but i'm saying in the sense like if you didn't have that piece if i didn't have that piece, yeah. if it was taken away from me right yeah, now yeah because say you got injured or yeah something, if i got injured and like dude that would be so hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna lie and like, yeah. i don't know what i would do and uh 
I mean, I enjoy playing the guitar, but I don't play it well, and I know it would drive Christy crazy. Yeah. 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 That's not happening. So you need that, like, kind of. Yeah, probably, that. because even like Christy, like the other day, um, was it a couple weeks ago where I was just kind of like, I think I'm just going to take a day and not do anything and binge on Netflix. Like, I never. For you? For me. I that's like a big that. deal that's a big like i never do that like i have to do something go like out I'm a do master something binger yeah yeah like i can't just stay yes you're one of those and, and you're one of those people people hate right because like oh he's so fucking dedicated he doesn't <laughs> yeah. like you know <laughs> mexican he, 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 yeah exactly <laughs> i'm like <laughs> sit down like. yeah i need to be if, even if it's like just like me doing laundry or like getting up even washing the dishes sometimes yeah. or something or taking the dogs out for a couple miles for yeah. a walk but i mean he can i think he you're better sitting still and watching a movie like i'll get up and want to do things and you're like can you just sit down yeah but it is like yeah because there's people like that because they're like they need to maybe they're used to like you know hosting and being of service to other yeah. people yeah. and like are yeah. you thirsty you need that's, another that's beer you know her. do you guys need other beers yeah. or you i do actually okay i'm, I'm parched yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll take yeah. <laughs> and we're back yeah. we're back with fresh beers back, fresh yes. ideas you know what i i mean maybe i don't know if you have because uh, we were just talking about right now off, off air about like the saints from the south and because mm-hmm. i love like the mexicans that have those things too like the yeah. little, they call them dichos uh-huh. oh. you know or like they yeah. say something or it, people that just talk like that right yeah it's just so, so entertaining right. to just listen to yeah and it, like uh they don't even know they're entertaining right they just like they tell a story oh my gosh yeah. like the, you know you watch like those people on the news and stuff like the like uh that guy the like uh mm-hmm. what's his name the antoine dotson who's that they raping everybody out here oh, yeah. you know I mean? like, <laughs> like they're just entertaining right like, it's like husbands. Yeah. yeah there was there's was one where like uh they, they they say like oh like there's like a crash or something and they're asking this guy's mexican guy like oh que pasó and he's like oh pues llegaron y doing 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 yeah. and he's like telling all these noises you know he's telling the story the yeah. Bombos, you know like he's telling the story he's just so good yeah. you're like why what happened like you know like dude that's sick like he's telling the story so good you know he has like he's so lively and and those people they're not you know what i mean like it's like they're, they're funny without trying to be funny yeah yes but right? i also like you know, especially because I was in that field, I'm like, man, there's so many people out there that have, you know, talent or like that can sing, right? It's just mm-hmm. like, you would think there's a guy that's not so good looking that's amazing at the guitar. No, he's got to have fucking six packs and yeah. fucking, yeah, you seriously. know, Adam Levine DMing girls on fucking Instagram. <laughs> like, with, with comedy, though, like somebody can be funny, right? But they can't translate that over to the stage, right? Yes. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. Like it's it's a different beast when you get out on stage and be able to like portray that kind of like humor to other people. Yeah, when you're put on that spot. I right? had an artist one time explain it to me very well. That was like, and I I feel like I always screw it up or I always say it differently, but it's like the way that you think about it is is like a a triangle. Right, the way that in your mind when you're thinking of like your creativity or whatever, like whether you paint, whether you write music, or whatever, it's like oh, it's a triangle going on in here, and it comes out as a square, the way that it comes out. But the mm. way that people understand it is a circle. So you need to figure out how to get that square into their circle. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And I was like, dude, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause yeah, in here you're like oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then you you know like, oh, fuck, and then you're tr- and it was comedy. It's like. It's different with like music, right? Because you're like trying to, you, you perfect it sometimes on your own, right? You're like, you're at, you're rehearsing it and you're doing the whole thing. But with comedy, you have to get out there and fucking fail. Just like with jujitsu, 
you yeah. know you have to oh, fail yeah. to learn you know there's no other way yeah, you can't yeah. just know it yeah. you know what i mean that's like the same feeling i get like in the pit of my stomach like if i knew i had to go out there and get on the stage and be funny it's the same feeling i would have getting on those mats and having that fear of getting tapped out in like 10 seconds yeah <laughs> uh, you know I, yeah and i'd be dry heaving on the side yeah. like right before <laughs> i had to go up there the more, the more you do it like the easier it becomes uh, kind of right i or, well i don't disagree uh, but i i always told my and I, I see i don't do it anymore but like i always told myself that like if i did if i wasn't nervous then there's a problem yeah because that's why you do it right mm -hmm. like it doesn't yeah. matter where you, you know where you're competing if you're competing in your you know it it's at the end of the day it's it's it's, it's you kind of feel like survival right like that's mm -hmm. the same thing when you're on stage like it, a fucking crowd could turn on you or something you know what i mean yeah. and you have to either yeah. run or you have to like <laughs> protect yourself out. or i mean i yeah. remember i had this one big ass guy i was talking shit about floyd mayweather once and he was just like, well, why everybody fucking hate on Floyd Mayweather? Because I was talking about that he couldn't read. <laughs> 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 and then I was like, he, he can't really? He, like, was, he there can't. was a whole thing that supposedly uh, he couldn't read. Never, you know what I mean? Heard about yeah, that. yeah, there was, yeah. It's a, yeah, it was, it's a thing, okay. definitely. It's so, out there, okay. you know? So what did you um, do? And this guy heckle? was just, you he know, yeah. I mean, he was heckling. And then he's like, this, you know, and then I had to be like, is he fucking paying your bills, bro? Like, what, <laughs> what are you like? <laughs> Why are you defending this guy? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, people get all riled up over certain things. Yeah. But it's also like, if, you know, I'm pretty sure you've seen like comedians or just even somebody speaking, right? Like, like, you know, you're watching, um, you know, a president or one of the you know press secretary or something mm -hmm. and they get questioned right and you see them kind of oh uh like you don't respect them right yeah. you're like oh shit oh shit yeah. you know you're yeah. like watching them but like so when you're a comedian you have to like be on your toes fuck it this guy might you know this guy might rush the stage i don't fucking know yeah. you yeah. know what i mean Bust the but you have to <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah <laughs> so you have to kind of hold your ground yeah. sometimes you know or yeah. you know and that's why i like doing this too it's not as dangerous but you know what i mean um but yeah. It, it also doing something like this allows me to kind of hash out ideas a little yeah. bit further like you know what, what I mean? is your mentality when you go on stage because i think like that's so vulnerable like yeah. you know you're using your material you're saying like these are your or, thoughts and opinions and that's like the scariest yeah like, of when you're doing a presentation stating facts like yeah maybe you're worried about judgment and how you're gonna look but you're literally stating yeah. facts whereas like this is you this is raw material so like how do you mentally which what do you think are you like everyone should like me i need to make everyone laugh are you i think you know and like i said i don't do it anymore i don't actively do it but i think when i started getting better or or, or um you know i feel like for lack of a better term started getting funnier for the stage yeah was when i stopped giving a fuck when i said mm -hmm. i this is what i want to talk about right oh, yeah. and obviously you still frame it like all right i gotta make this relatable i gotta i gotta you know because you have time so you have 10 minutes right so sometimes yeah. you do have to kind of trim the fat you know mm -hmm. yeah. and i always and people are telling stories and then they're like and then i was at the grocery store and then my grandma called and then <laughs> i went it was in the parking lot and then so anyways i'm at the gym right and you're like wait what the fuck was all that like why did you mention yeah. the grocery store your grandma <laughs> like none of that mattered yeah. in the actual story because the yeah. story is about you at the gym uh -huh. right and so kind of doing that and like trimming the fat and really you know listening and even even like here i try to to listen to this you know after the fact so then i could say okay like oh man i cut christy off there or something or yeah. i could have i could have said this or i could have you know 
um, kind of kept that going a little bit or, or pushed a little bit harder or asked questions or there was a lull there or something. Not that I, you know, and I, I allow that to happen too, like not having to be like, okay, like, you know, or try to break tension or something. Sometimes it's like, oh, like I'm proud of myself. I was like, I let that tension sit and that's okay. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's okay. Like letting it happen. Right. But like when it was stand up, it is like, okay, I gotta, you do have to adjust, you know, a lot of it, you know, yeah. you have to be, you have to know your audience yeah. and a lot of people want to do like certain material or something and you have to know your audience because you're like, dude, this audience isn't gonna, oh, yeah. you know, if it's an audience full of fucking Mexicans, oh fuck. All right. I'm gonna do all this other stuff, you know? And I think when you do it enough, you have stuff up your sleeve, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you're like, you're building your knowledge, your confidence, like all these things you've learned what yeah. works with mm -hmm. kind of different yes. populations. But also back to the same point was not being afraid to go and, and do new shit. Yeah. Try new shit. Right. And doing yeah. like, I might fucking suck. Right. I used to go and do like little bar rooms sometimes. And then my friends would be like, dude, why didn't you do your, like your other stuff? That's like better. I was like, it's like eight people, dude. Like, it's fine. Like I want, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, try out new material. Yeah. I wanted to try out new material and put myself like, you yeah. know, I wanted to get choked out kind yeah. of in the yeah. sense. So then I could be like, all right, fuck. I, mean, yeah. I tried that move. It didn't yeah. work. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, that's exciting. Cause then it's like, you've pushed the boundary of no longer fearing failure, like yeah. playing it safe. Like yeah. now you're like, Oh, let me branch out. Like, I don't, I think it was recently a Z Sansari went to a, like a tiny place and did like a little Netflix thing. And it was just like mm -hmm. him being like, you know, I'm just going to, use new stuff and i think um chappelle like i mean he's a great example of like i'm pushing all the boundaries yeah. like i'm not scared of yeah saying whatever yeah. yeah well and i think you know to, to some someone like chappelle like i think sometimes people think he's just saying shit you know but it's very well thought out uh, yeah I think you know it's what art. i mean like, like the it way really that is art and you like i said you when you do it you have to you you have to notice all those nuances and and the things that you're you know how you're talking about it and you know how people are reacting to it you see those things and 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 you know certain comedians are just like you know they don't they're just they're, they're not doing like com like social commentary they're just doing like you know mm -hmm. voices or something so it just depends on what it is that they do mm -hmm. But I think just in general, like I said, as, as a whole, it's like it's really putting yourself in, in a place where, yeah, you're not comfortable. Right. Because sometimes the, the best stuff comes out of that. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. then you're in the you're in the corner and you're like, oh, what am I going to do? Am I going to run off this stage? Am I yeah. going to you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And the same thing again, like with, with jujitsu, like I said, you can you can try something and, you know, you could also, like I said, you can get choked out or you could be like, oh, shit, I just like choked this dude yeah. out so fast yeah and yeah. like just jumped ahead right yeah. and had yeah. so much progress because i put myself in that vulnerable mm -hmm. position you yeah know? and i like i think you and angel have that same like such a it's like a resilient mentality of like okay if this doesn't go as planned like let me learn from it and move forward like i can't i tell you you guys are rare breeds out there because I, I work with you know i work with <laughs> clients. i don't i, I don't yeah, feel that way I like you know yeah i yeah, work with some I. clients <laughs> who are in the comedy field or in yeah. you know um theater and like when we meet they're you know they're you know so hard on themselves yeah. and just like you know the you know i i failed i i, I don't want to do this anymore like a very just 
this is uncomfortable. I don't want to do this and yeah. like try again. And I, I will say one thing that I noticed, and this was something that I kind of brought up in, in therapy and, and fuck it. I mean, that's why we're here to, you know, yeah. I want people to be vulnerable. So I have to be vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. But when like going, growing up, I was a fairly smart child and, mm -hmm. you know, so a lot of things came easy to me. And like, you know, I was go to school. Like I even tell people now, I was like, dude, high school is fucking easy. Like uh, people are all struggling. I'm like, eh, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't taking <laughs> super, I wasn't taking super advanced classes, but I'm like, yeah. man, like, how are you struggling, bro? Just like, just read the thing and write, you know, like <laughs> it's not that crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But <laughs> then I noticed after, you know, and I did, it wasn't until I really, really noticed that like when something didn't come easy to me, you know, even now I have to be aware of it. I'll be like, ah, this is fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know what yeah. I mean? I'll like, I'll dismiss it. You yeah. know, I'll be like, yeah. well, who cares? Who wants to freaking, you know, like even this, I mean, this has been a challenge for me because yeah. I, don't, I didn't know how to edit audio. I didn't know how to, where the hell am I going to upload podcasts? I didn't know any of this and I had to learn it on my own. I mean, there's people that I reached out to and stuff, but still it's like, you know, these cables, like which one do I need? The male, the female and mm -hmm. which line yeah. goes where and how it sounds and why it sounds this way, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So I had to learn all those little things, but a lot of the times I would just be like, nah, you know, like Excel. I fucking hate it. Oh, I hate Excel. Yeah. And I think everybody hates I, I Excel. Hate Excel. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But once like there's once I learned things, oh, that's so dope. Like I can like yeah. control yeah. A and I select all. Like, oh, like mm -hmm. I, I saw something with, like this girl. She does Excel without touching her mouse. She's doing all kinds <gasps> yeah. of crazy shit. Like what? Because you don't, yeah, you don't have to yeah. touch your mouse for Excel. It, there's, all, there's all kinds one, of shortcuts on the yeah. keyboard. One of my coworkers, his when he Clearly was a I'm kid. Not at that level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when he, I saw him on the computer and he was never touching his mouse, and I was like, "What the heck are you doing? This yeah. is like voodoo magic." He's like, "Oh, when I was a kid, my mom, when she didn't want me to get on the computer, she'd unplug the mouse, and so I learned all the cheat codes <laughs> to just use the That's keyboard." Hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you could also just be like, man, I guess I'm not using yeah. the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that probably would have like, been so me. Like so resourceful, you know? you know. That's what it. A lot of this is like you being resourceful, figuring out. And I, you know, like he pushes him, himself in a lot of physical activities. <laughs> like I love yeah. learning, yeah. which is probably why I like jujitsu. Because I mean, it's it's you, never ending. No, yeah, you get to a black yeah. belt, and they're like, that's when you actually start. Like, yeah, that's when jujitsu starts. When you when can black belt. When you start teaching too, right? Isn't that it's, you could teach at black belt, or what can you teach? No, you can actually teach at. I've seen some somewhere where like there's like a blue belt like teaching somewhere, but yeah. that's like say yeah. you live in the sticks and there's like nowhere for miles that yeah. anybody does jujitsu. Like I could technically open up a gym yeah. as a blue belt, but you know it, it's all relative, I guess. Yeah. Um. But once you reach black belt level, that's when they say that's when you really start learning. Yeah. So it's never ending. Yeah. It's never, never ending. Like, and I think that's why she loved it so much. And yeah, because I love learning, learning, and learning like and learning every I mean, single time. I could be a full time student. I would. And I would just not work because I, I like to learn. But yeah. I think that's also like some of the gratification. It sounds like you're getting out of like doing these things. But that do are you out feel of your safe in that space? I think. Cause I think, I feel like a lot of people feel safe in academia because it's like, if I do this and I do this, I'll get an A and I'll get that grade to where like in the real world, you're like, I did everything right. And I failed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, well, fuck. Cause it was I, like, Hey, COVID hit or something. Yeah. I opened up a restaurant. We, we, yeah. you know, we did yeah. everything right. But then COVID hit. Yeah. yeah. You can't control it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, I think there's a level of structure to it for sure yeah. that like I feel safe with, but I definitely don't 
wouldn't say it's comfortable for me. Like, you know, I hold this belief that I am still a terrible writer. Words are hard. I don't know where commas yeah. go. Like it wasn't, I remember I met, um, it wasn't until college when I was like wrote a paper and my, uh, teacher was like his self you need to write himself and I said well when do you use his self and she was like never you, that's <laughs> not a that's word it's it's what other people say he speaks to any of my well family. you're not being very dandy aren't you teacher? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like what do you mean you done did it I don't get it <laughs> so there's so many things that still to this day I'm like I don't know where a comma goes there's been so many times I've like misspelled things and yeah. I've been called out like crazy with friends um so it isn't comfortable <laughs> but i i still put myself out there because I, I, I saw I one with the conan he had a uh, jennifer garner on uh-huh and he said like oh do you snuck into this and that and she's like snuck is not a word conan you should know that you went to harvard yeah. <laughs> and he pulls out a fucking dictionary he and he's like snuck he and does she's, yeah she's so pissed really yeah. she's so pissed i'd be like oh uh, fuck. like you know yeah. but the way the conviction that she was like you should know that you went to harvard damn and she he was like all right yeah. fuck you <laughs> he was like, Let me, you know i'm Fact over here right? like yeah. i went to appalachian state university university so that's where my oh, education came that from. reminded me of the, have you seen that video the, where the, the girls are like i'm oh, yeah. now i'm going out now <laughs> 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 like, as soon as i saw that video like people said yeah. that to me all <laughs> the time straight to her like, is this stop you? tagging me in this <laughs> it's so, not me i swear now that we're putting it out there stop sending her that video guys. <laughs> yeah thank you i get it oh, good that's times. good though yeah i mean again it's good to have you know people from different you know different walks of life mm -hmm. um and i think yeah. to his point earlier we were talking about like it's good that pe that they're actually they're sending you stuff or roasting you right mm -hmm. like that that environment because it's like if they didn't make fun of you then it's like oh you know yeah. Like, yeah i mean oh, no no don't make fun of christy mm -hmm. yeah, for know, my well, birthday you know. i got trolled or like not <laughs> trolled but you know how people on like instagram they'll like be happy birthday and they'll do a post on their story yeah you know like i you know friends like posting me like you know, david was, did david photoshop oh, you my, he photoshops oh, everybody yes. he photoshopped me. Yeah. <laughs> nino, nino photoshopped me or yeah, a friend yeah. one like i was doing some stupid dance and yeah. he made it look yeah. like i was victor. pooping victor like <laughs> i mean just great stuff and i love that we have yeah that but it, i think they still kind of hold back and give me all the shit to say the least like oh, for, for example sure. we went to alaska last month and we did something we definitely the shouldn't have frontier. done yeah we we <clears throat> were walking down this path at this uh park i think it was called kincaid park and it stretches out for miles and and it's literally kind of walking along the coast and you can see russia <laughs> you probably could uh, you probably could but you i can saw see. putin I you can see uh moose and like bears so they actually recommend to walk around with bear mace yeah um so when we're walking down the trail there was these people that stopped and then we look over to the left and there's like a huge fucking moose and it was like, huge it was yeah. fucking massive dude like we recorded it and the video does not do it justice. It's, yeah. it's it's just massive in person with these giant antlers. Anyways, Christy keeps walking forward, and I was like, "Stop! You're getting too close." She's like, "What do you mean?" Well, to the and moose? Yeah, like well, because it's next to the trail, so you know, like a Lake Murray, the trail it's yeah, probably yeah. like what 10, 12 feet wide. 
Maybe probably so on there, one right? side so basically. imagine imagine on one side like on the other side like close to the lake you see the moose right and it's just chilling eating and then you're walking along on the other side on the opposite end of the trail so what is that like maybe 20 feet yeah give or take yeah. and so just it was like that down the trail and she's like no look it's totally okay and we see two groups of people walk past the moose and she's like, see, <laughs> like, why are you being such a pussy? <laughs> and so like we walk by and like I film it and it's like super close. And we're like, oh, my God, that was amazing. This and yeah. that. I upload it to my social media. Dude, I just get backlash. Like, are you fucking stupid? Like moose are actually <laughs> technically responsible for more deaths than bears yeah. in Alaska. Like they're super dangerous. It can be really aggressive. They run 35 miles per hour. Says someone who's never been to Alaska, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this, that, that was somebody from people that live in Seattle. But those are different because those are like, yeah. they're used to the people being there, I guess, sometimes. You know? Yeah, no. that's what I told him when someone walked around. She's I was like, south. this is she's, a busy... She's, she's thinking it's cattle. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that you happens know? in, uh, uh, what's it called? In Yellowstone with the, with the yeah, bison. And yeah. people get up close to them and they fucking... Oh, yeah. Poof, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you. I wasn't yeah. going to go up and pet this thing, but I yeah. also, yeah. I did make I, the I looked, assumption... I looked at up and it was like all like a youtube youtube yeah. research and it sure enough it was like do not get that close yeah if, yeah, if yeah you see one go around it or go yeah. back but i uploaded the same video and not one, one person, person not so one like, messaged I'm, me and said you're crazy or how cool or, or you stupid yeah no stupid. <laughs> but him we're like what the fuck you you're yeah. an idiot this and that blah, blah blah like and i kept getting messages all throughout the day and i was like has anybody messaged you how like stupid <laughs> this was she's like no <laughs> he's like it was your idea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly like, something yeah. a little pussy jeez just go to the yeah. moose yeah <laughs> I, I was in i've milked a cow calm down <laughs> i know seriously i could milk anything <laughs> <laughs> milk anything with nipples <laughs> i was in big bear once and uh we had a a, ma a mama bear and two cubs. Oh. Mm -hmm. Two cubs or three cubs? And they come right up to our door, but we had the gate was open. I ran out. I closed the gate. Those are the ones you don't want to fuck with because, oh, yeah. you know, mama bear, mm -hmm. if she oh, thinks yeah. you're doing something or, yeah, you know, you're mm -hmm. fucked. cub. Yeah. You're fucked. And I think that a lot of people get like the whole like, oh, you know, like, it's <laughs> no, it's a fucking wild animal. Yeah. I, I saw a video on one of those vegan pages that was like, a mama bear's like cub had died and he like look how sad she is you know so, she's all sad that her cub died or something and then i was like have you seen bears maul animals yeah. like do you think they're like oh yeah. like, you know what i mean because if anything she's a fucking hypocrite <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah seriously you know what i mean like bears are just freaking like you know th that's nature it's yeah. what it is you know what i mean like that's what they do like and we obviously you know, they were there way before us. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? We went to the Alaskan Conservation uh, so Wildlife cool. and we got to see the black bears and brown bears. You know, you can see them at the zoo, but at the yeah. zoo, they're usually sleeping in, in the cave because, you know, like... Or there. Have you seen... The, I think it's in San Bernardino or something. There was a zoo for like... For... I don't know if you say sick animals, mm -hmm. but they all have like anxiety. There's a bear that just doesn't stop moving. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because yeah, those animals are there for a reason, you know, and they're going to yeah. release them to the wild. But seeing the brown bear, it was like a 900-pound bear. Yeah. And there was two different ones, and they were, like, so active. And one went into, like, their little lake that they have. 
and was just swimming, chilling, and then it came out, and this thing was massive. Yeah, it was yeah. so deep like, in the water, you just saw you his, just head. his head. Like, he was, like, treading water, oh. and then he just starts walking out, like, on his back feet. I was like, But to see that? that and to know that they can outrun you. Yeah. And just, like, even if you climb a tree, like, you're not going to get away because they can climb too. Yeah. <laughs> like I, was, yeah. I was like, babe, fine, you're you're a blue belt. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> like, that shit's insane. Mount me, bro. Like, Come on. Uh, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll choke you out. <laughs> I'm gonna Take pull. your are we going no gear yeah seriously it was just like a different experience but it was it was uh definitely fun my friend was living out there in, in alaska oh, it's amazing. and uh he said he was like i was getting used to like you know kind of being out there he's like it's you know, like he had to go and like shower at the you know like where everyone showered he didn't have like he had like a cabin you know so it wasn't like fully equipped yeah. with everything um, he said that one day he was out grilling. He was just making, you know, making food outside. There's a little grill going. And, like, he had his neighbor. He was like, oh, hey, neighbor. Yeah. Like, you good? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going? And he's like, good, good. He's out there playing music. He's grilling. He's like, yeah, okay. He's like, I just wanted to let you know. And he's like, what's up? He's like, it's one in the morning. Yeah. And he's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it was yeah. the sun's out. Yeah, the sun's out. He's like, dude, yeah. I didn't even realize it was one in the morning. Yeah. I'm out yeah. there playing music. He's it's like, I was crazy. just by myself. It wasn't like a party. But he's like, you're grilling out there like yeah. it's fucking like the afternoon. <laughs> and it's because yeah. the sun's out. Yeah, like, we know. always start winding down like around 10 p.m. And we were taking a walk at 10 p.m. And the sun's out. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's just super bright. And it didn't set while we were there until like 11.30. Yeah. And like yeah. I'm, yeah. I you know, with my nightgowns, I also <laughs> like night. go to bed like super early. So like usually we're eating by like six, seven at the latest. But if you didn't have like a clock, do you think that would still be yeah, the case? Yeah. Well, when we were there, like I, I was like, oh, we need to eat, and I looked. It was nine p.m. and we yeah. hadn't ate, and then I was like, what the heck? Because like, the sun's still out. You're busy. You're doing. Supposedly things. that's how it is in Spain too. If you, since you said you guys are going to Spain, yeah. they eat late. Like they eat very late oh, in Spain. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, and then they take their afternoon siestas. Yeah, I was yeah. that's the same thing in Italy. Like I remember, I was trying to go to the store, and I was like, "Why is it?" Clo-? And my close. friends like they close for lunch, and you got to come back. And I was like, "Whoa, they're getting wow. lo- they just lost my business." Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I was like, "What? Yeah. Just people can come." It's like it's just, yeah. but to them it just makes sense. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, go take I, your lunch. And, yeah, it you was know. crazy just because okay. you know the just because the sun's out, like it tricks your mind. You know when it sets mm-hmm. and it's dark like this, like. Your mind, we start getting like melatonin and mm-hmm. you're like in a dim lit room and we start well, it's kind of mess with your circadian rhythm, right? Yeah. Totally, like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then it's crazy because we were talking to a lot of people that live out there year round. So when we went, they were getting 16 to 18 hours of daylight yeah. um, at the time. Yeah. But then in December, they get only December, five January. to six hours. And of it's daylight. like... Of daylight. Of yeah. daylight. So then the rest of the time. So it's super dark. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. one of the guys, one of the locals, he was like, you guys are not from around here, huh? Like, you can tell that bad. He's like, yeah, you have your Wait. coats on. And, like, oh. and it was like 50 degrees I and he, sunny I, outside. I was hoping he didn't have the rape banjo. No, thankfully not. You ain't from around yeah, here, ain't yeah, you? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but he said, he's like, it sucks during the winter because you go, you, you wake up, you go to work, it's dark, and then you get off of work, you come back or whatever, and it's still dark. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you miss all the daylight, depending on what you do. If you're of in course. an yeah. office. You know, yeah. if you're in an office or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. So, and then it's fucking cold yeah during that time i'm sure it's <laughs> yeah cold. but it's so like i mean 
it's so it's still pristine there's so many areas yeah. of it that are so oh, yeah, untouched beautiful. right it's, it's probably one of my favorite it's, places we've that, ever been and the oh, people yeah. were so nice super nice yeah everyone and we actually got you know the privilege to go there because of my work and, oh okay and mm -hmm. we, we traveled there i went the first day <clears throat> i went and i saw my clients i saw two of them out there and then you know i'm lucky enough where like my work is like, yeah, you can spend a couple of days, just get a couple of vacation days and we'll deduct it out of like whatever we pay and whatever you stay and whatever, you know, how many, how many days you use like a car rental and all that. Yeah. And have fun. <clears throat> yeah. So and that's another aspect of why I love what I do, despite, you know, having to work with a sad population to say yeah. the least. Yeah. Um, every day is definitely different. Yeah. And I have to see all my kiddos no matter where they're at. I even have kiddos that go to uh, Mexico. You know, there's relatives that live all over uh, Mexico just because we're mm -hmm. so close to the border, obviously, in San yeah. Diego. That there's, and I'm the only Spanish speaking person in my firm. So I have to take those clients. And if they live close enough to TJ and they can cross um, back into the United States, then I meet them, meet them at Las Americas yeah. and do my visits there. Oh, okay. So, but if they're like, say somewhere, I don't know, in the middle of Mexico, like in La Ciudad, then we just do video chats because we yeah. have no jurisdiction in Mexico. So, I mean, that'd be cool if I have to go to Mexico or that'd something like so that. Because like, <laughs> yeah. at that point, when, I, when when our kids are placed like in a home um, with relatives, like they pass like a whole background check. They do a home evaluation. Oh, okay. So we make sure that they're safe. It's not just like, oh, like I'm this kid's uncle. But then that uncle has that, uh, a, a crazy past and a record yeah. and all this and they'll get denied yeah you know they have to have everything they have to like clear the background check they have to um clear their home evaluation and make sure that they're gonna have <clears throat> a safe space for this kiddo yeah and meet all their needs depending on what those needs are yeah so then we go and place them and you know i've been all over the country i've been to hawaii been to alaska I've been to florida um north carolina and arkansas you just go to tennessee just went to nashville went to mm -hmm. detroit yeah so it's good. Every day is different. Oh, and uh, one thing that came up for me, or I was thinking, um, and I don't know if, you know, obviously you're not, um, you know, Latin, um, mm -hmm. but I think you probably, uh, you know, deal with clients and everything. I think, um, what do you guys think about it, it being, because like I said, we want, you, you just said you're the only Spanish speaking person mm -hmm. there. And I think, you know, the whole reason I'm doing this is to create an, an avenue and to create to say, Hey, look, look at here, two Latin men, you know, that can yeah. talk about these mm -hmm. things and aren't afraid to, you know, be quote unquote pussies. Right. Cause that's mm -hmm. what it's like, oh, you're being a bitch. You know what you're talking about? You know, you don't, you don't need to talk about that. Go cry in the garage and hide. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, that's how it, it is. Right. It's like, you have to go and, and hide these things and, and be strong. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and not, not show that emotion. Like you said, you didn't, you felt I very want, emotional at your, at your no event. Bitch. Yeah. But you're like, oh, <laughs> this was crying. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Uh -huh. You know what I mean? But it, that's. You know, those are good tears, right? That you would have had if you did yeah. cry, right? You'd yeah. Be like, oh, cool. Like you know, but I think the whole goal is like I want to break the stigma. You know, try to hopefully break some stigmas, right? And, and so far we have. But I mean, what has been your experience, or, or you know, have you seen that? You know, have you been able to see the needle move a little bit, or you know, or what do you suggest, or you know, any thoughts on that? I know it's very kind of open ended, but. You know. Yeah, I, I read something today, and I think this goes back, it's hard with our families, but I think a lot of people, um, 
this thing, what it said was, sometimes we choose the peace which enables the abuse. So instead of like having hard conversations with our family, instead of telling that uncle that, you know, is drinking and that his behavior is not okay, we decide to keep the peace um, so that, but that continues to enable unhealthy dynamics in relationships in the family. And at the bottom of this, it was like the only peace and is when there is peace for all. So that peacekeeper is taking on like so much responsibility. Um, and I think that takes a long time for people to ever get to, to even challenge family dynamics. Currently I, I see so many like, diverse populations and honestly like because I'm in a I'm in a group practice so I used to work more for like government and other uh you know like just other federal funded county funded programs and so I do get some clients who are like full of white privilege and I just like sometimes I want to slap them they're like yeah like my parents should pay for my schooling and like should pay for um you know my housing like I shouldn't have to work I need to focus and I'm like yeah shut up yeah. You know? and then you know my other clients are you Can know you believe are, them yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow that must be really hard for you um but then like my and i was actually talking to another one of my clients today about like just the themes that i see with different clients of different backgrounds and especially yeah. like minority like like m- the black women i work with are like some of the toughest like most resilient women like i would i just like I don't I don't know how to put this nicely but like for a white privileged woman to go through what some of these women went through I'm like Mm-mm, there's no way you'd come out on this other end like you're just so yeah and then you see them be like oh yeah. can I get you anything and, yes. you know, and they're like no but it's fine you know, know. we gotta do what you gotta do and, and you know yeah like, and it and it's you know like teaching clients to take care of themselves and they you don't have to keep being this way. Um, but I think, and I've seen an increase in representation of therapists too, from different backgrounds. And that's important. And I totally recognize that I've had multiple clients cause like on my thing, uh, it says like Dr. Christy Perez. And so they see Perez and they think, Oh yeah, little Latino girl. And I've had clients come in and be like, yeah, I wanted someone who had like a background and understood like me coming from a minority and being Latino. And I'm like, I'm white, like, yeah. hi, you know. <laughs> but you could understand yeah. it, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? At least you're someone who's who's uh, um, pervy to what, what's right. going on, right? And Some people could just be, oh. Right, yeah. and I mean, you, you have to, you have to be, I mean, and I think there's a lot of therapists, you know, we preach cultural competence, cultural sensitivity, yeah, like yeah. whatever you want to call it these days, but um, I, you have to expose yourself to different communities, different backgrounds, and have a diverse friend group, like, you know, Mm -hmm. to, and they check you, like, I've had friends tell me, like, hey, Christy, that was inappropriate, that was borderline racist, that was, and I'm just like, oh, girl, like, thank you, like, you know, like, learning for myself, because, again, I grew up in a very southern town, saying and doing things that, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know were not correct. In, inappropriate. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I think therapists need to be um, exposed to a lot of different backgrounds. I think they also need to just say, like, 
if you don't understand it, then like you don't understand it, but be willing to learn. Um, I think there's a good representation of like, there can always be more, but I do think that plays a big role in therapy of meeting that need or connection. Like, like I guarantee Angel has a better connection with like his Latino clients than probably yeah. some have like me being a white person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if you, that's the that's what sucks though, because even if you do have a you know an understanding there's that level that of comfort that you get when you feel you don't have to kind of explain yourself to somebody yeah you know mm-hmm. especially like if we if it's somebody locally you know like mm-hmm. you said like hey you know my dad was a gangster instead of just yeah. being like oh wow big deal just don't be a gangster bro yeah it's <laughs> like you know because like i had a friend who like he's like oh you know my son's heading down the wrong road hanging around with gangsters i'm mm-hmm. like dude you're a gangster your yeah. wife is gangster. Her grandpa mm-hmm. is gangster. Exactly. Like, and look, it is what it is. But if you don't want that, then you're probably going to have to leave. Like, because mm-hmm. you're going to stay here and they're seeing, right? They see their uncle. They see their grandpa. They like them. They're kids. Yeah. They're going to mm-hmm. be like, I love grandpa. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. But they don't know that their grandpa was this crazy gangster. Right. Yeah. They just think that's grandpa. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. I think sometimes, hey, like I have to get, if I want better for my kids, I have to get them into a different environment. Yeah. But like, especially for me, I went to so many, you know, white lady therapists that like was little things that I would have to explain to them, mm-hmm. you know, like the, you know, what we call carrilla or like, yeah. you know, yeah. roasting, right? They would be like, well, why are they telling you those things? Like, well, that's how, you know, that's part of the culture too, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and when I had, I have one Latino male therapist, which is, he would just get it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I don't need to explain. Yeah, yeah. And he would just get it. And so we could move on quicker. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. actually work on things mm-hmm. as opposed I mean, to like, well, let me explain to you kind of, you also know, it's a long way for me because, you know, I'm like this Latino male, like in this field that's Female dominated dominant. by white women, yeah. you know, like me coming in. And then if I'm meeting with like, even if it's just like a boy, um and they're like oh my gosh he never talks to any of the workers that comes in why is he talking to you i was like i don't know it could be just that he like identifies as me being like a boy and he's able to connect with me just with that let alone if he's also latino and he speaks spanish and he doesn't know he feels more comfortable yeah or you're also not coming at him from like a clinical perspective you're just like well what's up man like you know what i mean you're like making him feel comfortable like one of the big reasons i started this was because people would just tell me shit too like people would feel comfortable telling me shit i was at the uh-huh. bar this guy starts telling me about he was a foster kid i'd never met this guy in my life yeah you know he and he was like oh you knew my friend and he just starts telling me that he was a foster kid he saw his sister be molested all this stuff and i'm just like all right like i didn't like kind of like all right bro time to go but i was kind of <laughs> like dude like yeah. and he's like i just broke up with my girlfriend she's over there like she was she was, she was in the bar yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean and i was like oh she's gotta like, finish her yeah. beer he's like yeah let me show you like messages and stuff like yeah. that and i was like oh that's cool and he's like he's like you know i was in, and he kept saying like he's i'm in a foster home i was in a foster home he's like but i don't want boohoos he's like i don't want boohoos and I feel like I think you do want a little bit of boohoo's yeah. and you want just, you know, like it's okay that you you can you can say that it was fucked up, you know? Oh, absolutely. And that you're sad about it and stuff yeah. like that. But again, like, why are you telling me? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just like a dude. But sometimes it's like, I don't feel sometimes comfortable that, talking to this that, guy and I know that he, I don't know him. He doesn't know me. And sometimes that's, that's their only outlet. Yeah. You know, if they go to this bar every day of the week and this is the only people that they can talk to, this is why they're telling you that. Yeah. And you might be the literally the first person that he's talked to and then validated like Uh you know 
family members will be like, suck it up. Yeah. Or, you yep. know, like, I don't want to hear it. Like, then why are you still with her? But, you know, again, like we all need that five, 10%, you know, when we can't give it to ourselves, like, and you'll go where you can get it sometimes in unhealthy yeah. people places. But I mean, I think for this, this was healthy for this person. This was good for this person. And just listening is so powerful yeah. for people. Like, yeah, yeah. When like buddies or whoever, like family members come, come to me and they're having an issue. Like I never try to solve it. I just listen. Yeah. And I tell just yeah. listen. Yeah. yeah. Because I can give advice just like anybody we were talking to. But if you about, get asked, if I get asked them, and yeah. obviously, yeah, yeah, clearly, but um, the only way that you're going to do something is when you figure it out. Of course. Yeah. Right. You know, but that's not like everybody, even though you ask me like mm -hmm. what I think, it's not always going to be mm -hmm. that way. But if I, <clears throat> if I make you figure it out on your own, you're more likely to take that advice. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And a simple question, a simple intervention when someone's going through a, a hard time is asking them, how can I help you? How can I support you right now? So like when my best friend calls me, she's had a rough day. I'm like, you want best friend Christy? You want therapist Christy? And then she tells me about her drama. And I'm like, yeah, fuck him. He's a shithole. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, therapist Christy. I'm like, okay, well, let's look at, are you having any thinking errors? Like yeah. what's going on here? Yeah. So yeah. asking your friends like, hey, what do you need in this moment? Yeah. You want me to just tell you what, it, what you want to hear? Do you want me to give you my advice or do, do you just want me to listen? And yeah. let, them, let them decide what they need from you. Yeah. Yeah. And my buddies tell me the same thing. Like if we're talking about something serious and like I say something, it's like, shut the fuck up with your social work shit. Just fucking tell me what you're, really <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think sometimes you also, you know, like at least for me, I want to be challenged. Like I, mm -hmm. I, that's why I left my, you know, previous, I had a counselor. I thought she was a licensed therapist. She was just a counselor. Cause she was just doing like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm here to fucking work shit out. I'm not, you know what I mean? I was like, I have people I could talk to and will listen to me. Like yeah. I have those outlets. Mm -hmm. I want somebody that could challenge me and, and give me a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. and, and push me too, mm -hmm. right? And I have friends too that, you know, that sometimes mm -hmm. would be like, all right, dude, like stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you got to either move on or you got to do this or that or what are you going to do? You know what I mean? You're going to, like you got to do something about it. You're just ruminating on it. All right. Like at least, you know, like, yeah, fuck. I yeah, some, sometimes you know what I mean? some people need that tough love. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, especially if they keep going through the same avenue. It's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. And you they're know? telling you like, oh, oh, oh. and just like, dude, you've been telling me the same story with yeah. six different people and the common denominator is you. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, you know, whether you're going to accept that or, thing. you know. It's just like, well, you know, like you see your guys or girls be like, everyone's so fucked up out there. Dating sucks. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, it's like you keep but, going but, after the same type going, of people, you yeah. know, like and and it's the same story. Like and what you are said. you changing? Yeah. Right. Like, what are you, you know? Yeah. yeah my one of my clients, um, you know, when he comes in, he's like, I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> and I'm like, go ahead and tell, tell me. And he's like, everyone on the road is an idiot everyone and you know like a big thinking ever error you can always identify as any always um yes. those big never and i and so i said okay i'm not gonna point out the thinking error yeah. but and yeah. he's like i know it's not everyone but i'm like you know this is where like change starts is by the words that we're also using yeah. and saying most people even if yeah. we can get you know tear get it you down, down to most people to most people <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, no, and I think sometimes you notice that too, right? When like a, 
like i think i was like it's somebody like oh yeah like uh you know hey the weather's really nice today you know and they're like yeah but tomorrow it's yeah. gonna be fucking hot and i'm like <laughs> yeah. but right now it's nice like why yeah. could you yeah. <laughs> like you had to find you know, know what i mean like it's like Just hey, enjoy like the moment yeah it's yeah. like it's, it's okay yeah it's you know yeah maybe maybe tomorrow what if it, what if something changes and then it's yeah. even nicer tomorrow you mm -hmm. know yeah, I mean, so little, so little people, especially American society, live in the present. It's, you know, we say. Sorry, I heard little people, and I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Me, little people, but you know, anxiety is a future disorder, mm -hmm. worrying about the future, yes. and depression is ruminating, living in the past. You know, not always, yeah. but most of the time, it's very past oriented. Anxiety is future oriented, and we sit in those rather than just being in the present. Like it's yeah. really nice. My body is working right now. Yeah. Like I can breathe, um, and so that's where mindfulness, as Angel mentioned earlier, like practicing that. Whether it's meditation, it's doing a three, two, one exercise. Three things you can see, two things you Grounding. can touch. Yep, one thing that you can smell, taste, yeah. whatever yeah mm -hmm. and uh, where where do you guys stand on um anxiety and social media ego comparison <laughs> I, mean, it's, I think it's a double-edged sword they can't see you right now yeah. with your face you're like oh my god i'm pretty sure you probably that's like a a thing now that it's like you can so... go um for like social media addiction mm -hmm. or to get like you can get yeah. therapy covered through your insurance because of social media addiction just got added and uh gaming it did yeah oh wow yeah I don't, yeah i didn't, wow, I didn't know that yeah, yeah well, therapist telling me that like, you can go for like a gaming addiction wow. yeah yeah i mean a lot of people seek validation through likes yeah. and comments yeah you know and just want more attention mm -hmm. and it's something that we didn't grow up with either so i think we're we lucky understand. that we yeah. actually remember oh, God, a time no. where we didn't growing you know. up nowadays with the phone and social media oh my God. and like and having to deal with if you were bullied I, that's what i dude, always say because imagine because you know there was hey the bully was in fifth period i'm in sixth period now yeah now I'm you're chilling. good you yeah. know like yeah. he's not around like, now, like, like you're getting you, you dms your phone, of like you're they're making your memes of you yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah dude i could not imagine there's yeah. just so much things that go into yeah. it i i think like there is developing that like healthy habits with social media i think it's time limited it's turning off notifications it's following accounts of people that you know and then like like i follow a ton of mental health accounts and i even tell my clients are you on social media follow these accounts not, yeah. not me obviously that's an issue yeah. but follow you know these because they reinforce healthy habits at least you're getting a dose of some positive reinforcement and affirmation yeah. so like you know angel even mentioned the other day he's like you know what? i decided to go through all the people that i follow and i've deleted like a hundred accounts <laughs> over, that i didn't even like know like over 200 yeah. and it was just like guy? just because all my feed was people i didn't know yeah and, and i was just like yeah. this is fucking dumb shit and like, like and i just went and i followed accounts that i just yeah and some accounts that i don't even remember actually following i feel like the uh -huh. algorithm or something yeah. like now i'm like i never followed that yeah yeah well sometimes yeah. it'll say like you saw this because you follow this or yeah. something yeah. sometimes something like it'll that. add it in there uh, yeah but yeah. whatever now i'm like okay i need to just follow people that i actually know and i just went through and i kind of well i think sometimes out. that's you know the algorithm people blame is the x y and z but mm -hmm. It's also what you are interested in. Oh, yeah. Like all my. my They're not sending you fucking Nazi stuff. And like, you know, unless <laughs> yeah. you're looking at like Nazi yeah. stuff. Yeah, all my like, you stuff know what I mean? Like soccer, yeah. jujitsu, 
and like yeah. motorcycles Which and isn't puppies. Big booty hoes. <laughs> <Big booty hose. laughs> it. it better be tiny girls <laughs> with big little boobies. Little people. Big world. Little people, big world. But, you know, I think um, that's also very dangerous because then it knows what we like and then we stay siloed in these boxes of like, these yeah. are the people I hang out with. These are the people, this is what I, the things I like. And then that's all we're exposed supposed to first it doesn't invite discussion right like, meeting know. other people with different beliefs meeting other pages with um you know something about pickleball or yeah. you know if you don't if you've never played and but here you are you're only getting ads for the things that you like you yeah because like so, he's saying he just does jujitsu so he's not exposed to pickleball unless he yeah. exposes himself well, to it. now exactly. that yeah. our phones are listening to us like it's yeah. crazy All because the ads. yeah like um i was talking to one of my clients and you know i have my personal phone next and you know i don't know if it's true or not but apparently they listen to what we say yeah. and I, she, her self-care is roller skating, which is so badass. And I've yeah. never, like, talked about that with anyone else. And now I get ads all the time for roller skating. And I'm like, girl, it's because I talked to you. My phone was sitting next <laughs> to us during session. Like, I mean, I could tell you a little bit from, because I have experience in digital marketing. And sometimes you could also just create audiences from uh, proximity. So, oh. like, if you've been in the same area as, like, somebody else, then I could say, hey, well, she frequents this person which is like maybe if it's if it is your patient that comes a lot yeah so then it's like okay this device frequents that device pretty often and this device loves skating she's probably likely that to like it you know what i mean witchcraft yeah That's and it's just crazy. based off of your mobile id it doesn't know who you are and stuff yeah. like that yeah <laughs> so it's just well. whatever you're browsing yeah um like for example like uh, i think on joe rogan they read like the terms and conditions of like uh tiktok and TikTok has access to like your messages and other that. shit that isn't part of TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, Whoa. I saw that. It's all the conspiracy with the Chinese government trying to access everything. Like they're trying to access like our phones, but they're trying to do it in a creative way. Yeah, or like, oh look, yeah. dance in front of your phone and like yeah. agree to all our terms. Oh, so now yeah. I can I access like, your entire phone. But what's yeah. that, what that term? And I still don't have a TikTok, and I think it's because of that stupid rumor going around whether that's true yeah. or not. Well, I, I mean, I think, and it's also like such a red flag, no pun intended with China, but that they, <laughs> they, they, they limit, they limit their own people. Right. They limit yeah. kids on social uh, media. Like you only have a certain amount that you could be on there, but yet people who use it here, they don't do that. Right. Yeah. They're like, go ahead. Like fucking, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. get distracted. Yeah. And, and that you was, know. I mean, <clears throat> aside from that, like that, I remember that I had one case where, uh, like a preteen girl, she was like soliciting herself on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And so, and now, so, so social media, it's become a lot easier to sexually traffic young oh, women yeah. or young boys yeah. um, just through social media. And that was a whole concern that she had a pimp and like she was messaging her pimp and this and that, blah, 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 and this and that. Mm -hmm. And so I go and I go meet with her and like I ask her about it and she just starts bawling and she's like, I don't want to fucking talk about it. And I was like, okay, we don't have to talk about it. You know, I just figured I'd ask, ask you about it. You know, and so that's a whole nother avenue oh, of yeah. like how kids can be sexually exploited because of social media. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that falls into our category of yeah. work. And she worked her first, very first job was with sexually exploited young women, which was a very difficult population. <laughs> population to work with. Did you guys see that uh, that documentary? It was like the most hated guy on the Internet. No. Um, there was a website. It was called Is Anyone Up? And basically what he did is 
if you like sent angel pictures he was like 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 kind of like nudes or whatever mm -hmm. like it was even though it's Send between nudes. you two you know <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. He would basically say like, "Oh, this is Christy. This is her fucking Facebook. This is where she lives." And he was like, kind of, and then here's the pictures of her, like, and so he was like yeah. doing that, like, and and you could have been the guy, like, "Fucking, I'm gonna send it in," like revenge porn. There's yeah, that whole thing, right? I did watch but, that, but the thing is that he was actually he was they were fishing and they were taking pictures that weren't even like being sent into them because they were like, "Oh, people submit pictures," blah blah yeah. blah. But they were like going into people's email and then kind of saying, hey, I fucked up. Uh, I lost my email password or something like can you send me this and that. And they were hacking people's email and taking pictures oh and grabbing pictures gosh. and posting them up. And so I guess the reason I bring that up is because I think we're talking a lot about like, you know, kids and being mm -hmm. corrupted. But there's so many adults that are doing that and, and, and adults our age that yeah. are that aren't right then grew up in a time that wasn't there but now they're so ingrained right because they can get the attention and they could also regulate that right like an avoidant can can say well today i'm not going to go on social media but tomorrow i'm going to post a picture of my ass because i want attention because i don't feel good about myself right mm -hmm. now and i know i'm going to get all kinds of guys like oh your fucking ass is so amazing yeah. you know what i mean and then <laughs> but they could still yeah. be like thanks and then keep you there yeah you know what i mean like yeah they and can kind of control it yeah seeking you know. that external validation once again relying on yeah. external instead of focusing on learning how and you know to be on it like to be truthful like many people don't learn how to validate themselves or self-soothe yeah. because of their childhood. or go to a deeper yeah. level too yeah. right like yeah. it's just very surface level like mm -hmm. oh you're so hot you're so hot right <laughs> well then when they go and like meet somebody and they talk yeah. and now you're talking about vulnerabilities and your yeah. families and this and that and then they're like i don't want to talk about this mm -hmm. you know like just tell me i'm pretty and that's it like yeah. you know yeah love bomb me with gifts and then i'll know that you really care about me and it's like oh god yeah you didn't like my post like it's just like yeah. okay, you know you? like you're not yeah me. i literally took you out to dinner i didn't yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you know what i mean like yeah. you know yeah, so it's, yeah. but it's what you what they value right yeah. or like the e again the ego comparison right um, you're seeing well my friend's boyfriend always posts or, yeah. you know what i mean or whatever oh, yeah it's just like yeah but you know you don't know the dynamic you know with the when they're yeah. together by exactly. themselves you know what i mean mm -hmm. and you know those are things that we don't think about right mm -hmm. and we don't value those other things the actual human interaction mm -hmm. like if something if it all went to shit you know I think COVID was a good thing for that because then I did notice like, you know what, like certain people would hit me up like because yeah. you have to like actively be like, hey, like, you know, maybe some yeah. people you saw because you went to train and you're like, hey, those, none of those guys are hitting me up because yeah. I'm not training, yeah. Yeah. you know, but certain people are like, hey, man, what's up? Like, how are you? Yeah. You know, and you notice that Absolutely. and then you yourself, you're like, hey, you know, what? let me mm -hmm. let me call my buddy, see how he's doing. Mm -hmm. you yeah. know? Have you heard of the app um, Be Real? Oh, I just heard it. I saw the <laughs> the SNL skit about oh, it. Oh, did they do one? Yeah. Oh, cool. So yeah. it was one of my younger, you know, early like 18, 19 year old clients. And we were we were doing video chat and she was like, oh, my gosh. And she started laughing. I was like, what? She's like, oh, me and my friends, we have this app called Be Real. And you have two minutes to take a photo of whatever you're doing doesn't matter what you're doing but you got to post you got to be real and she's like it's just funny that it popped up while i'm in therapy and i was like oh i was like do you need to take your picture and she was like yeah so she you know held it up and i could see but her it gets doing both oh okay okay, <laughs> okay. So yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that either takes yeah. a photo and i'm thinking a selfie of herself 
Well then, yeah. <laughs> well then I downloaded this app because I thought that was a really cool concept. And then, um, you know, I downloaded it. I took a picture. The first thing I noticed was, oh my God, it doesn't let me retake my picture when it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. The second thing I noticed is that it, it takes the front and the back. So she did take a picture of like me on the screen. Yeah. And the next time I saw her, I was like, girl, how dare you not warn me yeah. that I was in it. I should, I could have posed. But even that mentality of like, oh my gosh, I needed to be ready. I needed to be informed. And that's the opposite of what this whole concept is about. Be real. like Yes and no. Yeah. Because when I heard about that, I immediately deconstructed it. Because I'm from the world of, like I said, collecting data. And so you're making, like the whole thing is like, you know, Instagram has algorithms. You ever get the one that was just like, you get an, uh, just a notification that's like, hey, like, you know, your friend posted. And it's not even like a, you were something liked. Or it's just like yeah. getting you to look at your phone. Oh, you know, okay. there's so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's what that's doing. Oh. And it's creating for you to be constantly. It's saying that it's not making you constantly look at your phone, but it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then you're like, I got to do it now. I got to mm-hmm. fucking do it now. Yeah. Because there's people like on you Instagram, know? they'll post for months, you know. And then that app is actually making it be a, yeah. like, interactive. And it's also whenever, it's collecting wherever. location data. It's grabbing yeah. pictures and images of everything. Yeah. You know what's the oh. coolest fucking thing ever that I didn't know? Um, you know those those like captchas when it's like um it's like a words and then it says type out the letters. Yeah. So what that was initially, the guy who did that, and this is super completely random, but I just think it's cool. That Give I me the computer. I, I got to fact check yeah, this. Yeah. No, <laughs> so it was basically was what the guy was doing, and he made a bunch of fucking money from it. He was transcribing a bunch of like old books and stuff into into digital. And so it, basically what we were all doing was working for him. So all those letters would see it was text that they scanned. Yeah. And then you would be like, oh, that's an A. And then because the because oh my God. computers can't actually track it and say, oh, that's an A, that's a B, that's a T, and this is what it says. So when it scans, they have they would have people that basically you're transcribing. I want my money. Yeah. I was transcribing for yeah. this guy. It's the same thing for like the images, right? Yeah. It's like the it, where, where's there a boat or whatever. Dude, because I hate that thing. what you're doing is you're 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 helping them gather data, what and the? and you're basically again working for them to say like this what is what the? that is. Yeah. Oh my. And yeah. I hate it's that because it's like, like like Google Google Maps. Like, is there is there a fucking boat in the way or is there a thing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're you're. You're fixing those images so they Dude, know what's in those images. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it, that's crazy. It, ignorance is bliss yeah. sometimes. It really is. Is that supposed to be the new app, right? Like the new Instagram, the new TikTok, that be real the be one? Real one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like that's everybody. But like I said, it's also like it's it, the the re, you should see the SNL skit. Basically, it's like it. they're all like, "Oh my God, we have the post now!" And, it, and everybody's all like, "Do it!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, <laughs> so, and I think the girl that posted it was someone I followed on LinkedIn and mm-hmm. like worked for Be Real. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh. yeah and so um i mean i get it you know and it's one of those like hey like yeah. you know just just be yeah. in the moment and whatnot you i'm know? gonna be honest i i used it twice and uh i look like crap in both the photos and i was like <laughs> and i also had no friends to share it with i mean i have friends <laughs> but i didn't but no one my none of your friends are willing to be real none of them <laughs> wanted to be real. oh my gosh have you heard about the poop app where you can like register going? where you pooped and you can let your friend see when you what? pooped. <laughs> no. Yeah, and that, I'm telling you, I love my young clients. They teach me all the cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's They're one like, in San Francisco. You don't Francisco. have the poop app? I'm about like, poop? 
Yeah, there's one in San Francisco where, like, um, where can you find human feces around the okay, city? Okay, no, that's what not what fuck? this yeah. is. Yeah, that's like no. a... Oh, this, oh, yours is classy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, if it's going to be any city, it's definitely going to be Yeah, like that's, and that's New why York, it's like, oh, spotted LA. another one, you yeah. know? Oh, like, my gosh. Yeah, it's that's, so bad. Dude, that's crazy. The poop. Yeah, I still refuse to get a TikTok. Like, I have yeah, I know. I, and I think it's because it's stupid. Like, I don't even use Facebook anymore. Like, like if somebody oh, yeah. sends me, like, a, a message message on messenger or something like yeah. i never see yeah. it like i just like have you it. have you noticed we were talking about this the other day generational changes so we're we're yeah. in the millennials and so i feel like we post a lot there's i usually probably have something on my story at least like every other day even yeah. you know um and then like you know older generations it's like they're posting everything they're sharing like everything that's going on in their life and then this like young baby generation like they're too cool to post anything yeah I'm like, is it well, sh- or they're shit. like being very methodical, right? Yeah. Like they have to probably. Like, really, it's like know. a blurry picture, and I'm like, but they're like doing it on purpose. They need like uh, I remember one of my my yeah. friends, his nephew was like talking to his cousin, and he's like, oh, like you don't follow me. He's like, follow me. He's like, you know, I need the likes. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck are you need the likes for? Yeah. I was like, and it's your cousin. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell do you need the likes yeah, for? I don't, I don't get it's really interesting but i'm like i see you i see you online just as I much as me that even though you're story. not posting yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, the lurkers they call yeah. me lurkers <laughs> oh, creepers. yeah like for example like when i travel people always like if my friends like you're not gonna take like pictures like you don't want me to take a picture of you or you take take more selfies i'm like i, I just i'm just like hey guys look like oh look over like i'm taking yeah. you know video of shit or like oh that's cool like you know what i mean mm. when i was in amsterdam i took a picture of this like shop that had all these cheeses in the window mm. i was like ooh, yeah. like you know that, that's it like yeah. i'm not yeah. like you know like, mm, like yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> like i'm just like i'm just taking like hey like, guys i want you to see what i'm seeing yeah yeah you know what i mean you don't want a duck face in there like yeah <laughs> yeah i had a friend that would take pictures with like her daughter and the daughter was like over here and she's like you know what i mean like she's like move kind yeah. of you know like, honey hold the camera take a picture of me or, or a friend of mine would go to like music festival or something like that but take videos like with the you know selfie camera but it was like 90 percent his face and he's like just you just see his eyes dude if y'all could only see what i see right now he's like check it out it's like, you know, yeah. his whole face i mean yeah. but again i think it's a it, it's a definitely interesting you know and yeah. i think people use it for different things right like, yeah i can also see some benefits like yeah. i i have considered myself not a artistic or creative person and i find that i get a lot of joy out of like sometimes creating reels and coming up with ideas that again i think are cool are you doing um, like mental health reels or uh no more like oh, fun okay. little but just like fun like you know like uh for his turn like his tournament yeah. um it's our whole academy so a lot of people are competing and like even before it started i was like man it would be cool if i made a reel and like every time someone yeah. won their competition and their arm went up if i could catch that on video and yeah. then do a reel and i was like ooh. so then it was like a challenge to go and like video each of these then put it together then find a song and i had so much fun doing it. that's always cool to me when people mm-hmm. can conceptualize something you know what i mean yeah. and then kind of and then and, and then they put it together right because sometimes it's just like oh just let me grab this video mm-hmm. right or one video okay i captured the moment as opposed to like Okay, I, I, I want the whole thing. Yeah, kind of whole thing. Or like, hey, this is Angel's first day training, right? And now yeah. it's just Angel's, you know, 
400th day training yeah. that, since he started and yeah. you, know, she's, she's getting you have really all these videos and you're curating like, them one of her reels like went mini viral and got like 20,000 views oh really yeah and i was like whoa <laughs> and she included me in it <laughs> yeah i mean i like to troll my husband a lot yeah. i get a lot of joy out of like pranking him but yeah. i mean it, yeah. <laughs> it, it's worked i mean like yeah i mean i think a lot of our relationship is like being funny joking yeah, yeah. i think that goes a long way just being lighthearted of the situation yeah that we can with joke what we deal with from yeah. day to day basis yeah and that that's that's great like having just that outlet too right mm -hmm. but you're not like so focused on it yeah. that that's the not only being thing. too serious either. yeah yeah. yeah, I remember someone was telling me, like, they were just joking with their girlfriend, and um, they were in line waiting for something. There was a dog bowl, and they're like, oh, there's your food. And she was like, are you calling me a bitch? I can't mm -hmm. believe you just said that. And he was like, oh, my God, no. Like, I was just making a joke. And I was just <laughs> like, whoa, like, I didn't even take it. I wouldn't have even taken it there. I'm like, babe, you're so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, it's, and, that, and again, that's like your own shit, right? You're like yeah. you're afraid of somebody telling you something or yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know taking it way too personal like okay mm -hmm. hit you know. one of those little teas today yeah. <laughs> little traumas yeah okay. Some getting too crazy yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah i mean just using that platform too like uh as a positive positive space like if somebody that has like a i don't know a hundred thousand followers and using that platform for something positive and you know getting exposure to a certain issue that you're passionate about i think that goes a long way too yeah you know so yeah and it's having you know having that community as well mm -hmm. like you said but, i mean it could also be negative though you know if that person's mm -hmm. spewing out like fake news mm -hmm. to say the least then you know, that could be detrimental you know to whoever follows that, those, those people yeah i think we do, we do see a lot of that right mm -hmm. people that are just out there saying things and you're just like oh i saw it I just, no. there's so yeah. much information like um it's, you don't know what to believe yeah like know. the you remember the little pezes like yeah. did you see that reel going around where it was like oh if you just put it in this way then the wrapper actually comes off and you don't have to put it in oh, one by yeah, one yeah. i've always seen that and i'm like wait it does not no that does not work and have <laughs> yeah. i done it no but i look at that i'm like there's no way and i've confirmed with some other people but i'm like that's how easy it is for people to just put something up and everyone go oh my gosh look yeah. at that like without fact checking because we we believe reels and tiktoks yeah. now like yeah. as our source of information so it can be really powerful to put a nugget of information that can go viral but it can be really toxic at the same time mm -hmm. of it going viral yeah. so it's just you know fact checking and looking at your sources but yeah. i mean i didn't know that as a young kid like now, did you hear about that woman i think you told me this that was going to africa and she tweeted like i hope i don't get aids and then when she turned off her phone and when she landed in Africa, oh, it, was, like, it went viral. She lost she her lost job. Everything. Oh, yeah. really? Everything. Yeah. yeah. Like every everybody retweeted it. Like just went viral. All of America knew Spoiler about it. Spoiler alert. Yeah. She got AIDS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like, like something as like yeah. ignorant as that little comment, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. just fucking ruined her whole life. Yeah. yeah and i think you know also because i come from the background of comedy you know like mm -hmm. if it was like between your friends yeah, yeah. maybe a little fucking racist oh. or whatever but you know she like she, she got trying canceled to be stupid she got right canceled. she's yeah. just being stupid like you know <laughs> yeah. you're like oh yeah. you know yeah like, and that's, would... that's how i see it right yeah but you know there's that people or take it to the extreme where like this bitch is going to get canceled and that's yeah. exactly what happened yeah and this was several years ago yeah too. It was, yeah i yeah. was like but yeah angel 
I have made the mistake of glancing at his group chats and the memes and the gifts that they send. You can't bring up the group chats. (laughs) (laughs) Please please stop. What is it? I know. I have a friend that's like, dude, if anybody found this. I I can never run for office. No. No. Yeah. Yeah, So. Yeah. yeah, It could could go (laughs) sideways. Isn't that scary that none of that is private? Like. That could really be access. Like yeah. you could like on yeah. that, whatever that show was where people upload photos, you know, like what if someone started a platform where they like upload group chats of someone that they don't like and was like, yeah. look at all these things. Well, hopefully oh, that person that is not the in the group chat. If people do that all they the time. They do though. I saw like a, a so toxic. I saw a meme with like a, <laughs> I think it, this guy texts the girl he's dating. He's like, Hey girls. And this and that. he's like, what do you mean? Hey girls. He's like, yeah, you're going to send this to your friends anyways. I'm just saying hi to all of you. <laughs> I already know you're sending us to the group yeah. chat. I, I posted one that was like, I wonder how many group chats I've gotten roasted in. It's like, hey, sweetie. And she's like, look at this fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, sweetie. And they're like, right, look at this. <laughs> they're all just roasting me in some group chat. <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Angel. You're so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> he, he made a. Oh, like Adam Levine. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're so fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the DMs. Right? Yeah. She's yeah. like, screenshot. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Angel, he he made a mistake by marrying a white girl. I've definitely had him, like, make family, you know, Christmas cards where he dresses up like an oh, elf. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, a little, in our pajamas with our dog with little reindeer hats. And, you know, we send them to all, all of She's our like, friends. why don't you want to do these cards? Yeah. I was like, because I'm going to get roasted. Yeah. Like, every single yeah. year. It's just more material for my friends to roast me. I was like, I really want us all be pumpkins this year. And I wanted to send a card. And he was like, please, no. Pumpkins. You literally already got Can I just hide as the tree in the (laughs) back? I'll take the photo, honey. Yeah. Yeah. She already got the pumpkins for the dogs. Yeah. (laughs) I found some onesies, but for us. Did you really? Yeah, I showed He's them like, to yeah, you. Fuck. You did? Yeah. Oh, I don't and you were like, no. And then you were like, whatever makes you happy, babe. Yeah. Pumpkin onesies? Yeah, they're really yeah. cute. She, she's a basic white girl. Yeah, I pumpkin love my spice, pumpkin spice. spice latte yeah. Pumpkin season. spice. Oh. Yeah, everything pumpkin this is spice. Your time. Pull out the Uggs. Pull out the. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The Lulu's. Yeah. <laughs> Uggs and the Lulu's. We already went the to the vest. pumpkin patch. Oh, you this did? Year. We yeah. did. We went on That's Sunday. early, no? It's not early? It's October. It's October. It just yeah. hit. Oh, this is your birthday, no? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, white girl shit. Like, pumpkin patch. Yeah. White girl shit. Yeah, basic white girl shit and get white girl wasted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not talk about that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was okay. a good time. Maybe that's a good... We have a, a question that we ask uh, yeah. basically everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a time that you felt weird? Oh. I used to say when you felt like a weirdo, but now it's, it's different. So, And feeling weird, like, again, is like, you know, doing the Christmas card or something like that. You know, that you're like, yeah. wow. Like, because you don't necessarily yeah. or like it was one of my friends had a good one that he was like in mexico and he was shuffling you know like the, the mm. dancing and they were like what the fuck are you doing you know what i mean but to him it was like everyone's doing this it's so yeah. cool he was having a blast uh-huh. and they were like dude you're dancing like a moron yeah you know because he was just I like feel, in a different environment they made him just feel uh, weird right i feel like it depends who i'm with but i fucking love pineapple on my pizza yeah and whenever i'm around people that don't like it <laughs> i feel like a fucking weirdo 
and and there's and it's definitely divided like 50 50 yeah it, it depends who likes it who who doesn't but if they don't like i i'm like outcasted mm-hmm. yeah and especially if i go to italy i know that's something that I'm oh gonna you're, not gonna, you're <laughs> yeah. not gonna find it yeah i'm no not gonna pineapple. be like can you put pineapple on my pizza yeah no yeah well now the only thing i can think of because you mentioned a food one it made me think of food but like um when i've been with multiple groups of friends and again north carolina we do weird stuff we like butter and mayonnaise hold downs oh yeah on everything and so like we were getting chili beans and i was like do you have any mayonnaise and i just put a scoop of mayonnaise in my chili beans and i just remember everyone being like what is wrong with you like yeah. you're a weirdo, and I'm pretty sure Angel even said you're a weirdo. You're like pot, potted meat. Oh, potted meat, yeah. It's disgusting. What? <laughs> Do you know what that is? Potted tell, meat. Tell them about it. <laughs> I crave this like once a year, and okay. so like, do you know what? Uh, what are they? Vienna sausages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the so tiny ones. imagine them ground up, like. <laughs> Like is, they're already like, ground yeah. up, <laughs> yeah. like, cap, like a pate. like cat, yeah, like, like a, a pate. pate. Like a, uh, so there's, it's called potted meat, and when you look on the back, I think the ingredients is like assorted different meats, mm-hmm. and it's just ground up. It's full of salt, yeah, and I would just, as a kid, I would get saltine crackers, slab mayonnaise on it, and then slab on some potted meat on top, and I crave it like. Yeah. once a year oh. and so i got it not too Why long mayonnaise ago on everything Dude, is mayonnaise is, is just she, so, so obsessed we, like she even knows because i always buy like the light mayonnaise oh god you can't and, do light and no. trying, i'm like i'm not gonna tell her i was like you want mayonnaise she's like yeah and i was like we used to light one <laughs> she knows like <laughs> yeah she i'm like, like give me my fat give me my calories <laughs> like it's like a big southern but thing, yeah right? like we at least where i grew up I never ate sour cream and it was like our sour cream. Like we mm. would put it on our cornbread, like, yeah. you know, mayonnaise just in everything. So, but yeah, potted meat. Like, potted so, meat. yeah, she ate it probably. Well, I like guess like menudo is pretty fucking gross. Yeah, that's, you know, as a kid, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah I didn't it like it either. It was just like the, the texture of it yeah, and slimy. Yeah, and then the, the inside of the stomach yeah. is all uh-huh. like, oh, uh-huh. what the fuck I just never like that. And it's kind of smelly too. Yeah, I can eat it now. I remember they would clean it. Like, you have to. Like I remember one time my uncle didn't buy it, like because you go to the butcher and say you want us to clean it or yeah. just like that, like it's gonna be a cost. Now nah, we'll clean it, and then he's like, never again, because it was so much work to have to clean uh, that, you know, the stomach and yeah. whatever, uh-huh. you know. But I kind of want to challenge you guys. You guys are the therapists. So I want to push you to think of something more weird. Something that, more. Something weird. like that you really like, you know, kind of something vulnerable again. Like I mean, like you mentioned being in yeah. a biracial you know relationship I'm honestly sure, you know, I, like okay not that you have to put your stuff like, out there but you yeah, know no. yeah like i always felt weird um because i i went to a low-income high school you know i was in a low-income area but my dad and my parents my mom they did pretty well like considering my dad only had like up to a third grade graduation my mom only went up to sixth grade yeah and my dad ran a successful business for over 30 years and so he was able to eventually like get a house and i felt weird just because most of my friends didn't have a house and whenever i would go over it was like a small apartment or like a yeah. home and i was i just didn't understand and <clears throat> and they would use they used to love coming over to my house too and i remember even as a as young as like a fourth grader one of my best friends he wouldn't even go home just because i think now looking back he probably felt safe like at my place and it was like 11 p.m. and 
he, my mom was like, where's, like, she's like, mijo, ¿dónde está su mamá? ¿Dónde está su número de teléfono? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I know where he lives, but I don't know his number. And I remember going over to his house and having, like, no furniture. He had, like, no food in the fridge. I remember him eating, like, an, uh, an onion. Or it smells, right? It kind yeah. Of, yeah. He ate an onion just like that, like an apple. What? Yeah, and I thought that was, I was and he ate it like nothing. Like it's better than potted meat. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Some mayonnaise on it. And I was like, what the fuck, Put some mayonnaise on the onion, so, son. Mayonnaise that good. Yeah, and I thought that was so fucking weird. And he was just eating it, like, chilling, like, you know, like, it didn't affect him in any way. Yeah. And, I, and so I was like, huh. So, like, the next day I went home and, like, I ate an onion. <laughs> and I just, like, the, dude, I, it, it fucking burned. It, like, my eyes were burning. I was like, why didn't it burn him? And, like, I guess he's used to it, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I always. you're weird. And that made me feel weird. And, and, it, and it wasn't because it was my fault. But I guess it's because my dad did fairly pretty well, like, better yeah. than, like, the average person. Like, and we weren't rich, you know? Like, yeah. we weren't rich. Like, I still went to, like. A shitty school and that's probably gonna i heard that it's gonna like close because it's that bad yeah and um yeah like i i i kind of felt almost kind of like i don't want to say ashamed but but kind of like embarrassed yeah know? like you wanted it you wanted a you little know? bit more struggle to yeah some degree, you're like all oh, my kinda. friends are struggling yeah you know what I mean? and, I, and i'm so thankful for coming like and like from such a like nurturing and loving and kind of supportive home but obviously even though like my parents only made it to that far like with their schooling they knew that i had a better opportunity compared to them um just being there like here in the states like you actually can go to school you can graduate yeah. and go to college and they were just kind of like here like you're out there you know yeah. versus having like the structure of like maybe like a second generation and being like okay this is what you need to do and this is what you should study or something like that and so it was kind of like figuring stuff out on my own. Yeah. Even to this day, my mom calls me. It's like, mijo, can you, puedes hacer una aplicación ahí en la UCSD, por favor? And I'm like, fuck, I need to like figure out her password. I need to do this. I need to do that. And like get her resume and like just do it all for her still yeah. to this day, you know? So I felt like that always kind of made me feel kind of weird. Yeah. To be honest, you know? Yeah, you still have the the stuff you you know help your parents because as an immigrant, right? Like helping yeah. them out. Yeah. What I was gonna ask too is uh, what about as a, you know, because you did mention before when it's like ah, stop being fucking social worker. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Has that been was that weird for you to initially start that and go down that route? Not really. I felt like it was pretty easy because it yeah. was working kind of like with a certain population that I was used to seeing. Already. But within your friends or some, you know. No, not really. No, I don't think so. Um, just because we didn't know what to do, and most of the people that I did grow up with, uh, I feel like didn't have a certain plan. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna grow up, I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna major in po political science, and I'm gonna go to law school. Yeah, it was no, no, nobody like that I, that I remember. Yeah, I remember like, getting to college and just being like, oh wow, like you know, like everybody's wants to do something, right? Yeah, I when had no idea like what I wanted to do. What yeah. the hell do you want to do? Yeah, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know like how to apply for FAFSA or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, like I, what my major should be, like what, like I didn't have my five year plan laid out. <laughs> I still, I mean, I would still, even now, I get shit for going to college, right? From yeah. people who didn't, right? It's like, oh, Mister College over here. Yeah, yeah. you know, this uh -huh. is like okay, like you know what I mean, like. And, but the thing is, once you start getting in the circles, you're like, 
I didn't really even think about it anymore because like everybody that I was around with had a bachelor's mm -hmm. or was working towards a bachelor's mm -hmm. or, you know, so it wasn't like a, I guess at that point wasn't a big deal, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, get it done, you know, like, and everybody else was like, oh, look yeah. at you. I was like, I, don't, I was like, again, it's not that hard. Just kind of, no. I mean, it is obviously a challenge, but. I actually enjoyed like going to school and be, be, having like that student life. Yeah. Know? Like mm -hmm. going to school uh, full time, having like a part time, whatever job mm -hmm. and just studying and kind of like. I did hate like writing those long ass essays and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Especially but, the useless ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. other than that, like I enjoyed having that sort of schedule. So mm -hmm. I don't regret going to school because I actually, I think it helps it you be structured. It helps to see if you can, you know, be structured. Can you meet deadlines? Can yeah. you, oh, yeah. regardless of what yeah. the hell you learned, mm -hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. in, in high school, like I remember I was not, you know, top 10, top 20 I mean, there was like 130 students but <laughs> you know i it was like I, sh I was striving for that and i couldn't get there and i actually got a scholarship i applied for the scholarship and i was number 11 to get it and there was only 10 and only because one of my friends didn't accept it because they were going to community college did i get that scholarship and i would not have went to a university without that scholarship yeah and when i got to college it was completely different. Like I thrived. I was doing so well and that changed my narrative forever. Like I was like, Oh, I'm not like I'm average. Like I had that belief I'm average. Whereas like in college I was like, I was for myself. I was like blowing my own mind. I was like, that's Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Like, Cause I was, I went through the same thing when I got to college. I was like, Oh shit. Like there's more to this than just like good grades, yeah. right? Like mm -hmm. the people who were the 4.0s, mm -hmm. they were like, they couldn't handle the freedom that there was in college a yeah. little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. You're like, hey, you go do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You can you can thrive, you can study more, you can yeah. take more classes yeah. or you can not, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to like be on your ass, you know, yeah. like mm -hmm. the teachers. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I would, and then going back to like a little bit deeper. So my, yeah. my, I guess weird was in my parents were divorced. I lived with my dad. My sister lived with my mom. And so I was mainly with my dad all the time. We lived in a single wide trailer. He's got, you know, his single income, not making a ton of money and, you know, his work vehicle plus his other vehicle. And so I remember... I was at a high school dance and I dated or not dated, but I danced with this guy and we were out in the parking lot waiting to get picked up. Yeah. At the time, my dad had like this white, like Nissan, basic old school Nissan that like everyone has, whatever. Um, and Truck I, or car? car. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was not embarrassed by it. I was embarrassed by my trailer i would not let my boyfriend for like a full year drop me off at home i would have yeah. him drop me off at someone else my uh either my friend's house or drop me off um at my dad's girlfriend's house because she had like a brick beautiful house and i just felt like i had to like he lived in this beautiful brick house two parents both of them teachers like yeah. this ideal family three brothers and then i'm like i live in this like single wide trailer down a dirt road and there's a chicken coop right across from where I live and it smells like shit. Yeah. And so I never wanted him to see that. Well, um, fast forward a little bit at that, this, or this was backwards, I guess, middle <laughs> school dance. Um, my dad sent two of his deputies to pick me up 
and in a squad car or no 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 oh, okay. <laughs> in a car that he bought for five hundred dollars it was like a 1991 subaru and it had purple was it nino subaru <laughs> <laughs> it had a, probably it, was it looked like a duck bill in the front like it was like straight pointy and it had purple tinted windows and they rolled down the windows and again i'm i don't see my dad's nissan so if i see the nissan i'm not just gonna run down there jump in you know yeah. make a quick was he picking both of you up or just no, you? just me okay and i'm you know talking to this guy and i hear someone going christy Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Come on, we gotta feed the pigs. Let's go. Everyone, like everyone is staring. I am mortified. I get in the car. I'm so pissed. I duck down yeah. in my seats and uh I get in and I'm like middle school chewing my dad out for buying this piece of crap car and embarrassing yeah. me. And for years like all, until I got my car in high school, um, yeah. I would have him drop me off early and I would have him drop me off or pick me up late. I'd be yeah. the last one because I was embarrassed of like mm -hmm. where I lived and the car I was in because I thought it was weird. Yeah. Thought I, like I just I saw what other people had and it was much nicer and I thought something was like wrong. Yeah. And I didn't understand why we lived the way that we did. And now I am so thankful i look back and i'm like so appreciative of all that my dad sacrificed all the money yeah. that he saved um all the ways that he helps us now like you know he did that because you know he was being really smart and i was being like such a brat about it yeah and i think you know you're a kid i think yeah. sometimes we we shame ourselves for things that we did you're a kid you know yeah you, i don't i don't sometimes i don't expect the kids to to get it right but i think really like it i think that was an amazing story too especially to what like he was saying earlier like oh you bagged a white girl you know what i mean yeah. but like <laughs> you, there's so many like i could just your story i can just turn it into mexican people right yeah, yeah. and and it's the same story mm -hmm. right it's like hey you know we lived yeah. over here like i i feel like i sometimes i would feel that way but mm -hmm. like hey like you know my dad doesn't speak english well right it's mm -hmm. like oh i don't want him to come to school like because they're gonna be oh your dad's fucking you know what i mean yeah and, and a lot of like the southern like cultural values like they they're really relatable to like mexican cultural values yeah you know, just being super traditional like with the women staying in the home and like taking care of the man and this and that blah blah yeah. blah and just taking emphasis in different sort of things like that like mm -hmm. that kind of example family family okay. coming mm -hmm. first do it for yeah. your family do it for which yeah. i think is a very toxic thing for yeah just not it like very like a blindly you have to do it because the family yeah. says so yeah you know? yeah that's all that's never yeah. good super hospitable too yeah like southern like, oh like southern that. hospitality is like a real thing and there's nothing but hus hospitality when i went so. i was like if my mom offers you something just take it just because yeah. she won't stop and then it's funny i meet him and he's like my mom's gonna feed you to death like eat all the papooses because she's salvadorian <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> okay like you don't have to tell me twice yeah fed our dogs too oh she made them. she made baby papooses for our dogs <laughs> and she feeds them it's adorable oh really yeah, yeah. wow they love all the little effort you know yeah 
And when you do stuff like that from scratch, it's like, oh my oh, god, she god. made it's amazing. You know, we'll have you over. But all the work <laughs> yeah. that she goes into it is what I'm saying. You know, because yeah. if you think about it, so I like to cook too, and that was one thing I was gonna bring up. We're talking about like TikTok and stuff, like because you can look stuff up on YouTube mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. There's this one account of like they called Nonas for from Italians. Mm-hmm. It's all these old Italian women that like didn't have kids or something, and they have all these recipes that they're like, you know, oh, they don't have yeah. anybody to pass them down to. Oh. Nice. you know and so they're like this guy made a page and they were like huge on on yeah. youtube yeah but like having that you know like yeah. i think as i get older like i try to ask i've always tried to be active about like asking my mom like hey how do you make that yeah mm-hmm. you know do what you I mean? get the you know because my grandma like she makes the best southern buttermilk biscuits and i'm like mom like what's your ingredients uh, just a handful of this uh, yeah, and a, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, a pinch yeah. of this and a throw yeah. this and then you just pat it and there you go and i'm like <laughs> no i need teaspoons i need cups <laughs> like what bowl to use but there's a funny one and it's in it's in spanish but it's uh this lady's making this dish and he's like and in the, in the, like you know how they have like uh the reels where it's like a side by side yeah and she's like okay and then you, you know you're gonna do this and, yeah. and he's like okay she's like okay three eggs you know, and she's like, and then you're going to put this and this and that. And then you just see her throw another egg. He's like, what the fuck? Four eggs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And then she's like, and then uh, un poquito de esto. And he's like, de que? De que? Like, well, what the fuck did you put in there? He's like, what was that? You didn't even say. Just, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the same so thing. True. Yeah. yeah. So true. And then like when they say like, you, I, I saw one where I was actually, I think it was like a white husband and she made like a big old thing of pozole. Mm. And he's like, well, we can eat all these pozole. Like it, it kind of was uh-huh. like a little bit. <laughs> like he was it seemed like he was being a dick and she's just like dude like you yeah. know yeah. it's so much she's like it's so fucking much and she's yeah. like That's a, you'll be fine yeah, she's yeah, like it's fine you know what yeah. i mean because you just get used to that yeah. recipe uh-huh. being that and then you start putting meat in it right yep. you can't just put a little tiny chunk because it's like yeah it's a big no, that's to last like an entire week for yeah. sure or just to have a lot of people over. yeah i have people over but yeah. also isn't that shit amazing after like a few boils yeah. Like after it's like mm. like the first time is like it's, but then yeah. after you boil it a couple of times like it starts to like i don't know like it's yeah you know starts to simmer in mm. and you know it's like like a good soup right Just, yeah you know so and that's like you know when i look back because i have a lot of family who just never left north carolina or friends who you know married someone from high school and yeah. then you know they hang out with all the same girlfriends and they're all like just super white and I've like, I'm like, God, I'm like, I love like the diversity out here, the food. And like, I, yeah. I never had pasole. I didn't know what pupusas were. I'm like, would you just call yeah. me? Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I like, again, like I can't like reiterate enough, like having even like with social media, the people that you follow, them being diverse, the mental yeah. health accounts, having them from a diverse backgrounds of people your friend group like you know if you're taking selfies with nothing but white girls like yeah you need to you need to get some diversity in yeah and i think mm-hmm. the same goes for i mean i feel like i hang around with a bunch of fucking mexicans too mm-hmm. yeah. you know kind of getting out a little bit from that yeah and like i said be like oh man yeah i need some buttermilk biscuits <laughs> <laughs> some fried chicken. Yeah. i think like jujitsu has helped me because it's like you connects you with people that you would never oh, yeah. connect with like ever you know, yeah. other than if you would do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's come a long way. Mm-hmm. So is there anything you guys, I mean, we've done three hours. So what? Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> so quickly. Okay. Yeah. No. Is there yeah. anything you guys, uh, you know, want to leave the people with anything that, you know, you, you think, or, you know, mm-hmm. even if you want, I think, I think in particular, like covering mental health and coming from a mental health background, like if you ever just need to talk, you know, just, just talk to anybody, mm-hmm. 
you know it doesn't matter like who it is if you know like <clears throat> that you can talk to somebody reach out to somebody um whether it's pretty minuscule or it's something like massive just reach out and talk to somebody that's all you need to yeah. do just talk yeah because then yeah. It, it grows right like i was it grows and if you just talk to somebody it's gonna feel like a thousand pounds is lifted from like your shoulders yeah you know and so and that's what i let people know too you know um just give me a call shoot yeah. me a text whatever it is yeah that's it yeah and yeah. as a, like again as a man too right because a lot of men think we gotta yeah. like be yeah. strong and we have to you know yeah mm -hmm. it doesn't you don't you're not gonna be weird about it you know like <laughs> yeah. i'm not gonna yeah. like judge you for yeah. anything but you some know, just, you know sometimes being weird being uncomfortable that's you know brene brown the yeah. queen of vulnerability Invul yeah vulnerable. that's that's where growth happens it is yeah you moment. need to because you're not used to it yeah. right and you or you feel selfish because you're doing it or because yeah. like you said before setting boundaries it feels like oh i was such a dick to fucking angel because yeah. i was like no i can't do that yeah. like you know instead of because yeah. i'm not used to i'm just used to being like yeah yeah, yeah whatever yeah. you want bro whatever you want you yeah. know not to be like no like yeah. i'm sorry i can't do that some of my you know? favorite clients are usually males in their 40s who come to therapy for the first time like i'm like here we go. Yeah. And they start learning about being assertive and boundaries for the first time. And yeah. they start learning that, you know, that they had trauma in their childhood and that they can, um, they don't have to relive the cycle, that they can do things differently, that it's okay that you weren't shown how to be a parent, that you weren't given the opportunity to be a kid and all these things. And so when I meet with them and after we've made some progress and I mean, they do the work, I'm just sitting there like handing them the tools and being like, run with it or don't it's up to yeah. you and you know i haven't had one person say you know i wish i didn't do this it's usually i wish i did this when i was younger i wish that i came in when i was 18 instead of waiting until i'm now 42 with three kids and my oldest is about to leave and i'm just now learning how to be a good parent to them yeah. so you know i i think it's and even that right at least they're you know doing something yeah and it's i mean you know, I think I keep pretty composed in my own emotions out of it. But like with some of these like tough men that come in who, you know, you know, tell me that for the first time they were able to talk to their wife and say, I feel instead of avoid or say, shut oh, up anger. or whatever. Like I see him getting teary. Like that triggers me. I'm like, oh my God, like you were vulnerable. I start feeling like I'm so proud of you. Cause I know how hard that was for them to do. Yeah. That's so unnatural. And then I see that release of like, damn, that felt good. And that's yeah. all usually that spouse has been wanting was for yeah. them to say, I feel for them to be vulnerable, but they've been conditioned, especially in the military first responders not to be. Yeah. So what, I think we also have to address the spouse, right? Like, yeah. again, like we said before, why do you keep going after these unavailable men? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, because or, I think that also, um, like it solidifies it because it's mm -hmm. just like hey you know he's like this he has a wife i'm this sensitive guy i can't fucking you know what i mean mm -hmm. or whatever it is you know and it's like but that's what they gravitate towards or like some girl you don't like doesn't mm -hmm. stop calling you right because you're just like ah, leave me alone she's yeah. chasing chasing you <laughs> know what i mean yeah. and the one you do like is kind of like you know what uh -huh. i mean you're showing her care and they're mm -hmm. like i'm not used to this you know yeah. i want to work harder for my love you know what i mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I, you know, I think a lot of people go into relationships hoping for change, and I, I yeah, hoping that the other person, yeah. the yeah. other yeah. person changes, yeah, or them, yes, or oh. them, or the spouse, yeah, the the usually the, I mean, it can go either way, but in this, it's scenario, like having a baby female, to fix the relationship, right. yeah, yeah, right, and so they're hoping that oh, like maybe once we get married, or also females tend to put a lot of their worth of like deserving. Like, okay, like, once I do this, once I cook him enough meals, once I show up enough, once I support him through this job, like, maybe then he'll love me. Maybe then he'll marry me. Maybe then he'll commit to me. Mm -hmm. um, when really, like, we've had this conversation, it's not that maybe that spouse is, that the female and spouse is doing anything wrong or partner, and it's that the other partner, again, just isn't ready to commit. The other partner. Or to has, her. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't mean she, like, it's just crazy how much with my uh, coworker, shout out to her and her book, mm. Cooked versus Uncooked Spaghetti, How Men Think in Relationships. But she, mm. I feel like I've it's a that. very yeah. thin, like short, short book. And, but she is a couples therapist. And so she talks about how women's brains, usually like a more anxious brain, and it's a little generalized and she, mentions that but is the cooked spaghetti so all the noodles the overthinking the you know it's messy it's entangled and then some men are usually uncooked spaghetti so i am hungry i eat women i'm hungry where do we need to go where do we need to make reservations what is it that we need da 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 da, da. you know so we are the cooked spaghetti men are the uncooked spaghetti and so it's learning how to make these two communicate recognizing interpretations because a female putting in this much work in the scenario is going to think I do so much for this relationship. And the spouse over here is like, let's just go eat at McDonald's. Yeah. The interpretation. He doesn't care. He doesn't put in as much work as I do. He doesn't plan things for me. Well, if he's never planned or done any of those things and now you're expecting him to do it, that's an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. I think for me, a big, a big thing, a big change in my life was doing things without an expectation. Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of people do things and then they're upset that you didn't do what they expected you. They expected you to do It's like, well, did you like say if they do you a favor, like, did you do me that favor because you wanted me, mm -hmm. you know, to do X, Y, and Z back? Or you just yeah. did it because you were helping me out. Mm -hmm. you know and it, it never feels good when somebody has you know ulterior motives right. or they're like you said then they get all pissed off and they have all this resentment yeah. it's yeah. like i do every morning i do this for you it's like yeah, yeah but i never asked you to do it right mm -hmm. and i appreciate that you're doing it but you're pissed off that i didn't you know reciprocate or whatever yeah. it may be but i didn't even yeah. know we had this agreement and, <laughs> right. you know what and i mean it's also like if you want me to do something like to the other person it's like you have to ask like you know, of course. instead of me, but we want our partners and I'll say we isn't sometimes females and I, I know it's generalized, but we want our partners to be mind readers and to be that Nicholas Sparks character in all the books who, you know, just brings home flowers and does all these things that they do in the movies and post about us all the time and how much they love us. But you know what? That that's not how it works. And so sometimes you, if, if you want something, ask, Hey honey, I'd really appreciate if you could do the dishes tonight. I've done them the past three nights and I'm tired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he would most be like, well, Angel would be like, no, you do them. <laughs> I, I always do them. 
look at here that always. <laughs> do you hear that always coming out? That no, defensiveness. I mean, like, it's like I'm Mexican. I'm a natural dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's in my genes. <laughs> um, but people just need to be secure with themselves too. And you know, a lot of people go into work. relationships insecure and then like they're trying to find that person the that's going to the make them secure. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And Instead it's like you're never going to find it out of somebody else. You know, yeah. you're, you're going into this re- relationship already failing with yeah. that. You know? I mean, but a lot of people don't love themselves before they like love somebody yes, else. And that's why I go back to like you have to be happy. You have to love yourself. You have to accept yourself. You have to be able to validate yourself. Yep. And then mm-hmm. when you have all that, that's when you're ready to go into a relationship and yeah. and, and have a healthy one. I usually don't like the like, until you love yourself, you're going to, because I think you can yeah. go into it and, and go totally. through your journey and somebody mm-hmm. who understands, you know, kind of mm-hmm. going through Because then people are like, oh, I have to go through all this. And then, and then <laughs> one thing I've also figured out is that like, I, there was times where I was like, oh, I'm fucking yeah. good. And then I <laughs> date somebody, like, I was like, oh, oh shit, shit, what's all this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that's a whole like, other story, too, yeah. and just being aware of, like, certain red flags of having a healthy relationship. Because sometimes you can go into a toxic relationship depending on that person and who you decide to go and date. So yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's that's one thing that yeah. was kind of, like, coming up when, when you were kind of saying, like, again, like, you know, those expectations, right? Like going to somebody but like you said oh you want this like big romantic guy or whatever mm-hmm. you know and sometimes you know it's not genuine and you're getting it or somebody really does care about you and like i said the way that they grew up and you know maybe with very hard standards from you know very strict mm-hmm. parents like you said very mm-hmm. like structured right yeah. and yeah. then to you you're just kind of like hey I, I like you whatever it's fine we don't need to be so structured like i know you're stressed out it's fine yeah. we don't have to you know and you're like you're like, what the hell is going on? Like, I have all this freedom. I need structure. Yeah. Right? But somebody's like, hey, I care about you. It's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. And you don't see it that way. Yeah. I'm, right? I mean, I definitely, in our relationship, I did not go in fully with no anxiety, with no insecurities, and, like, through our journey, through my own self-growth, I, I don't think if I would have made some of my own changes or even realized that, you know, the way my anxiety was getting in the way of things like that we would probably still be together like I definitely had to do some work for myself because I had my my little and and my big tease yeah and I I feel like I'm probably in the past like two years in the best space I've ever been like but even then like her working through her own things and like me and me like dating other women before her like it was night and day like she was pre she had has still has a really good head and sh- on her shoulders yeah you know and me being able to recognize those with other like previous relationships yeah. goes such a long way right and, and yeah. she's like oh yeah, like, she's I'm like, still oh working gosh, on this I'm and you're working. like, Dude, I'm you're like good. yeah you're fine like you were totally <laughs> you're fine still miles are. ahead of fucking, yeah. yes you know? <laughs> absolutely and you know like and i think that's why i think it's still crazy and wild when i hear that somebody like you know marries their high school sweetheart and it's like i'm done I found yeah. the one, you yeah. know, <laughs> which, you know, by all means, sometimes it does work out. Yeah. It does. It really does, you know, or somebody that like starts dating somebody and they get married within six months, Yeah, you know, they yeah. stay together for the rest of their lives versus somebody that gets married in 10 years. Um, well, cause sometimes those six people, months. yeah, sometimes yeah. those yeah. people that are for together for 10 years, sometimes they're just like complacent. Right. Yeah. And uh-huh. the people that went to six months, they're like, yeah, no, this, I, yeah. I've been through enough. I could tell, uh-huh. like, this is just, just, never it's just flowing, and yeah. yeah, let's do it, like, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just never know. 
Yeah, I hate when the people are like, you know, like, like, well, well how long were you together? Or how long have you yeah. been together? It's just like, well, where's that number? Yeah, where's and, that, like, yeah. you know? And, and also, why are they asking? Because sometimes it's comparison. It's, yeah. See, mm-hmm. oh, I told you. Like, they only knew each other six months and they got married. I haven't been waiting six years. Yeah. Which, mind you, I complained to this guy because he took a sweet time. But <laughs> that's my okay. sweet time with everything. Yeah, yeah. The, that's true. <laughs> set the goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can you, like, Word. put a goal around like <laughs> you know husband type <laughs> duties or you know something yeah. around there yeah. yeah oh that's awesome yeah, yeah. i mean I, I i feel like again with people people like yourselves or you people um <laughs> little people you, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you mexicans i mean like i said i for every time i've had therapists on i know we go on fucking we can you know keep we talking. can keep going going on so many things but you know again i i really appreciate that you know, you guys come on and you're not, you know, yes, you are white, but you're not some old white lady. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot yeah. of times they go to therapy like this old white lady yeah. doesn't get me. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And even white people yeah. be like, well, Could this you lady tell doesn't my friends get it. I'm not a Karen because we've had some <laughs> words of Karen thrown out. <laughs> well, that's an easy go to. Right? <laughs> Stop being a Karen. Damn it. Yeah, where's I mean, the manager? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta call the manager. Fuck it. Yeah. No, you know? seriously. What was it? The yeah. one where it's like a, a quiet uh, boyfriend. He's like, "Why do you date a loud girl?" He's like, "Somebody's gotta tell the waiter that I didn't get my potatoes. It's not gonna yes. be me." <laughs> <laughs> so I, mean, I haven't seen that one. But no. that's a, yeah, no, <laughs> it's like you date a loud girl because <laughs> yeah. you're quiet. Yeah. Like yeah. somebody's yeah. gotta call the manager because yeah. I'm not gonna do it. You know, yeah. I think we do that sometimes too. Like in the culture, you're just yeah. like, "It's fine, it's fine." Like you yeah. know, yeah. I used to work at In and Out, and they like parents would come especially latinos and they'd be like i was like oh do you want onions in the burger oh does it come with onions I was like yeah i was like oh no, just okay. just make them however you make them and let uh, them take it out and i remember when i was a kid that's why i used to hate like in and out because we're like, like oh i gotta pick all this shit out you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. Where, and i was like lady <laughs> yeah. you know it's easier for us right if he just wants ketchup we only have to put ketchup on it yeah and we're not wasting food right we're not yeah. putting <laughs> onions and lettuce yeah. and that's such so a true story. you know what i mean i feel like i still do it to this day sometimes yeah. you know where you're just like, oh, like, yeah, it's no, fine. it's just okay. It it's just fine. Just, 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 I don't want to yeah. make it more difficult. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually <laughs> yeah. easier. Yeah. You know? and no. I, I tell my clients all the time to practice assertiveness, assertiveness. Like, if your coffee gets messed up, you're going to leave. You're going to be pissed off the rest of the day that you got the wrong coffee. And all you have to do is walk back and say, excuse me. I ordered this. Could I please, you know, get this yeah. remade? And most likely the person's going to be like, oh, of course. But what do we do? Our internal dialogue is like, oh, my gosh, I'm a burden. Like, I don't want to yeah. bother them. And so, you know, yeah. but then, you know, you do it like I and I. I got to practice what I preach. I had, uh, where I work, there's a cafe downstairs and the guy for like four weeks has been calling me Lindsay. And it wasn't until (laughs) a few days ago that I told him that wasn't my name. And it took me like four weeks to build up the courage. And people were like, no, it's too late. She told me when it was like three weeks, I was like, it's too late at this point. Just I'm let like, him call no. you Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Linz. But I will say like, doing this podcast i felt weird this is so out of my comfort zone but i'm glad that um we pushed ourselves out of our comfort zone and i did this and this is something i can say that i did so thank you for giving this platform for us to be gotta have you guys back you know yeah it's it's a lot of fun like i said it's having those conversations with people that you know they get it and that 
you know, it's also, I don't think we've agreed on everything, you know, but it's, I guess, have your own opinions and your own, you know, line of work. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, sadly, people like yourselves get so caught up in your work, mm -hmm. right? And that's why I'm kind of like, hey, like, I, I get that you don't want to, like, always talk about work but it's it's good because you know people don't see those things right and yeah it's out of sight out um, of mind you know you know i have like a lot of friends in, in law enforcement as well that mm -hmm. you know i think everybody has their opinions you know the whole you know about police and law enforcement but i mean unfortunately you know in in yourselves get to see some of the worst yeah. people or some of the worst things and hear about some of the worst things that are out there right to where like for a lot of us ignorance is bliss right we're not yeah. hearing about the child molesters we're not hearing yeah. about mm -hmm. you know the guy who's been breaking into houses we're just like you know eh, whatever you know what i mean mm -hmm. like yeah. and it's 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 good to to put it out there too and like you said and, and become a uh you know a source you know yeah. for someone mm -hmm. to say hey reach yeah. out to you and yeah because it's know. so true if somebody said said that the other day like was like i've never seen any like gangs and stuff in san diego i was like <laughs> because you're never <laughs> fucking in southeast you san diego live in you're Rancho not in Penasquito. yeah like, you're, you're like yeah. that's why like yeah. why would you ever go down to you know like in canto yeah. or something like that yeah. or go to cidro or go to mm -hmm. you know like in the west side of chula vista you know in the middle of the night yeah like, there's no reason for you and i feel like i myself Karen. don't see it that <laughs> much either because i'm not yeah because you know yeah, i'm not involved in it exactly. i'm not you you're know not what i mean in it, you're not gonna see it but i go into the, those neighborhoods and i see it like every other week you know yeah so i went to off of uh ocean view boulevard and how to do mm -hmm. like a home visit and like literally you know like in the movies that you it's see ocean like view not ocean avenue for <laughs> exactly <laughs> like you see like the dudes like kicking it in front of like the house drinking their yeah. 40s with the brown bag on it like that was literally yeah. what i had to walk through and these dudes are just staring at me like with my little badge around my neck yeah. and shit like with my glasses nerd. and my handlebar yeah, yeah. mustache and i'm like what's up guys <laughs> he's like i'm a blue belt <laughs> yeah. you know like but it's real and it's what's out so there. homie yeah yeah exactly you know and, and like and i gotten asked a lot of times if i'm a po i'm like no i'm not a po <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know but it's out there you know and but like we it, said it's good for those really kids to see like i said like for yeah. some of them they're like oh i want to be like my uncle Dude. and drink a 40 on the Rep curb uh, yeah. yeah you know like yeah, literally yeah. to but see different mm -hmm. examples of going people. back to like representation and like different roles like a angel being like a latino in the social work field and male like yeah that's there's a big, not a lot no yeah no, not a lot yeah like i look around like my firm i'm like shit, there's only like mm -hmm. two minorities here yeah you know yeah. <laughs> Like, including you, me including me i'm like do you want to make minimum wage and be social worker and be exposed to trauma here you go <laughs> <laughs> underpaid okay, it's, it's yeah. not that bad but yeah, definitely we could bad, use some more pay yeah. yeah no yeah anyone out there in the county listening please <laughs> pay us more. Yeah. yeah it's it's definitely undervalued work yeah. you know and unfortunately the other side of it like the sometimes to go to therapy is so expensive oh, right it's yeah. not accessible oh yeah so yeah. hopefully mm -hmm. there's more like actual programs that you know and more funding towards that because mm -hmm. i think you know it's and it's so i don't know if it's controversial but i think that's a big big part of why there's a homeless problem right yeah. the resources you know before there used to be asylums and and resources and like if you ever watch joker with uh, joaquin phoenix like you yeah. see how he became that yeah because of so you know society sad. and everything yeah you know what because i mean the system failed him 
Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, God damn it, they're making those social worker look terrible. <laughs> but it's not because of that. It's because they run they ran out of funding and sources, yeah. you know. Yeah. It wasn't the social worker's fault. It's just because that really does happen. The bigger system yeah. issue. Yeah. yeah, you become a part of it. So so yeah, I mean again, thank you. Thank you both for, for coming on. Thank you for um, having us. You yes. know, it was good to have both of you both of you on to have different different perspectives. You know, and that way I can, I, I can learn again. I don't know. I don't know what I, you know, I don't know anything, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like, I just want to, I yeah. just want to put you put people out like yourselves and, and give, give you, you know, access to so people can hear you. And, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty cool. Hopefully people get to hear, you know, your, your thoughts. And I, like I said, cause you guys are stuck in, in, in the office sometimes and, mm -hmm. You know, it's good. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. your dad will hear this. And I think, I mean, you have, I've, I've had like friends on that, you know, their own friends or family heard it and they were like, I didn't know that about I you, know, yeah. you know? And yeah. so I think one thing I just want to put out there is just having conversations, right? Yeah. And putting that phone down as we meant to talk about social media mm -hmm. and just sitting and talking to somebody, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Because that's what at the end of the day makes yeah. us, yeah. makes us people. It's yep, so I refreshing. Agree. I yeah. agree yeah so thank you thank you guys thank you. and uh, thank everybody for listening yeah. thank you <laughs> 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 <laughs>